0: Hey all, Mike Nelson here. Very quick note on the audio you are about to hear. I messed up big time. I recorded on the wrong microphone, so everything that I say was recorded on an inferior laptop microphone. I'm going to release the episode anyway because Connor's (laughs) uh, naturally on a good microphone, and uh, I I think there's a lot of good stuff. It's listenable. I apologize that I sound distant and hollow. That's my whole life, me, distant and hollow. That's uh, that's what my wife calls me. Ha. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm trying to make jokes. Well, but anyway, in, uh, enjoy the episode and I apologize. It's all my fault, all of it. <laughs> J nelson here this is 372 pages we'll never get back um i said my name but i should probably say the name of the co-host which is connor Lestoka. connor is here this is our podcast where we talk about bad books connor say hello
1: hello mike thank you this is the uh 25th book we've covered on here yes by brand maybe, new book maybe by t- book uh, 50 i'll be able to spell dalmatians correctly on the first try
0: yeah, that's a uh, that's a tough one. It's as bad as uh, rhythm.
1: Gah! Yep,
0: McConaughey also impossible. Uh, I think the only way I can remember McConaughey is it's Mac Hey, right? Well, that just makes it a lot easier, sure. Yeah, Mac like McDonald's M A C. Well, that's then... not how McDonald's is spelled. Oh, it's not. <laughs> well, well, old McDonald maybe. I guess that ruins that. A little... <laughs> Well, like, why is it the Big Mac then?
1: Uh, That's true. Some people say that. Uh, Jules, uh, Samuel L. Jackson in Pulp Fiction says, Ask him what kind of hamburger he's eating, and he affectedly pronounces it McDonald's.
0: Ah, I have a, uh, you know, my French podcast. One of them that I listen to talks about the difference between French McDonald's and American McDonald's, and it brings up that. Bold new territory. (laughs) And it says. It just says uh, that they're uh, that's not available. It probably was in the nineties something ah. called the Royale with cheese, <laughs> but it is no longer available. So don't go to France just looking for a Royale with cheese. They oh, do not man. exist. Bummer. Sorry. <laughs> that ruined. Uh, that ruined a lot of uh,
1: high school uh, boys' trips uh, plans for their class trip to France. That's exactly. My top priority. Well, the whole point is that yes. I can't spell Dalmatians correctly because. Now we're reading uh, The Starlight Barking, which is the uh, unfilmed sequel to 101 Dalmatians.
0: Yes, there are sequels to 101 Dalmatians. They were not written by the author Dodie.
1: Dodie Smith.
0: Smith. There are sequel movies, you mean. Yes, there are sequel movies, but she had nothing to do with them.
1: Yeah, she she Gump and Code uh, a whole quarter century before uh, Gump and
0: Co. Gump and Code. I realized uh, while looking it up that she wrote uh, I Capture the Castle are you familiar with that it's a, I'm not it is a big uh a very very popular and beloved British novel huh. which she did before she wrote uh The Dalmatians
1: Yeah this doesn't seem to have the same uh like sort of bitterness and negativity you know about the movie version that uh Gump and Co did she seems to be a a normalish person who was just sort of <laughs> you know probably having some fun with the uh, the mo- the money she got from uh, the from the movie
0: Yeah this does unlike Gump does not seem like she's trying to burn the franchise to the <laughs> ground just like to the timbers Right
1: <laughs> I mean I think it could easily achieve that based on what we've covered here in these first four chapters but it doesn't seem <laughs> yes. like she was necessarily That's, trying to That
0: wasn't the intent no yeah, yeah that is correct
1: but yeah, it's a. I feel like it's a exciting book. With um, uh, what one listener wrote in to say, it's not necessarily the the writing that's bad. Just uh, some of the ideas in it are are kind of weird, and some of them are, are bad. Uh,
0: this is a one of the odder books uh, we've ever read. <laughs> uh, I assume that uh, I, you know, I like I said, I have not seen One Hundred and One Dalmatians. Mm-hmm. but pretty straightforward, right? It's just like told from the dog's perspective, kind of. Uh,
1: sure. Yeah. I, I'm thinking about rewatching it, but yeah, I think the, uh, the dogs are the star they're sort of, ob- I mean,
0: observe the humans
1: and, uh, there's Cruella DeVille and the, I, I guess the thing I didn't know about it was that my mom would, she was saying the Cruella DeVille song, surprisingly a lot, like growing up, like that was sort of ingrained in my memory. Uh, maybe she was threatening to send our dogs off to her if, when they misbehaved, but, uh,
0: the, it's a catchy song. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, yeah.
1: And it ends up, I guess, you know, earning them a lot of money in the universe of the um, movie or book so that that's how they can afford to, like, um, house these 101 dogs that they eventually um, end up adopting.
0: Oh. Wait, in the movie, is is Mr. Dearly, is he a songwriter?
1: Yeah. Uh, I rewatched the one scene of him sort of coming up with a song on the spot. It's Cruella's entrance, and he, he's, like, you know, going up to his little attic retreat to, like, you know bang out the uh bang out the the tune for the first time
0: oh okay because in this book i believe he's a high level financier <laughs> yeah. Which get to came
1: it. as a surprise yes
0: <laughs> it's a little bit of a surprise so, okay so that could just be okay.
1: a a disney innovation just to get the song into because they probably didn't have the song in the book so yeah that makes sense okay all right well
0: let's uh let's get into it
1: yeah uh so it's a it's a shorter book but the first uh the first four chapters covered about the same amount of text as an uh, Artemis section, I think. Uh, yeah. And it has uh, it has some delightful illustrations as well. which uh, Surprisingly,
0: like Artemis, a lot of moon poon as well. So that's <laughs> very strange in this book. No, no, there is none, of course.
1: Hey, I mean, I, I, from what we gather, the uh, the dog star is going to play a role in this, so you never know. Maybe he hey, uh you know, wearing a smoking jacket and uh, inviting people up to listen to his, uh, look at his etchings or something. I
0: have a, a quick story to tell you about Artemis. Oh, please. Of course. Anytime. You, you, my friend, the one who was cornered by the, the, the uh, cyclist. Yeah. Who, the, who never identified themselves. No, they never called in. Um he was on the same road I, sw- I was just with him i don't the guy does not i don't think he's lying he has no cause to he was listening to our podcast again with the window roll down and a cyclist came and uh, approached his car so he sped off okay. so that he didn't have to,
2: <laughs>
0: so that he didn't have to deal with hey uh i've got a crazy theory about Artemis instead wow. he just like left. i'm like come on that would have made the story so much better as if, like, he had a second wacky theory. Yeah. But yeah. the guy recognized the our voices or something and approached him. And so he said, I left.
1: Okay. <laughs> so in, uh, in three weeks, the headline, you know, man stabbed by, uh, by crazy cyclist had been encouraged by friend to uh, let any random person approach him on <laughs> yes. the street
0: with their crazy theories. Hey, sorry about that, man. Yeah, I, uh, yeah sorry.
1: Yeah. You can understand, though, if it had gone differently, it would have been modestly interesting for uh, a portion of our audience.
0: I mean, he didn't, like, it's a cyclist. How threatening can they be? You know? <laughs> Come on. Anyway, uh, all right, so let's get it. Uh,
1: I'm just looking at the uh, illustrations here where the uh, the, the sort of the, the front of the book, it looks like they have a <coughs> fold um, drawing and of a, an illustration attempting to capture some of the actions that happen in this book that are relatively, I feel like, Harder to translate from words. And I'm just noticing in the top right corner of the first page, there appears to be a corgi swooshing. So that's a.
0: Oh, yes, I see it. I'm looking corgi- at it right now. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's good.
1: <laughs> well, uh, the first chapter is entitled The Mysterious Sleeping. And we'll, of course, get to that. But it starts off with a little bit of a recap. Uh, I think what happened in the first one, it says that uh, um, not long ago, there lived in Suffolk, 101 Dalmatians whose adventures had once thrilled all the dogs of England. This was when a wicked woman, Cruella de Vil, started a Dalmatian fur farm. She imprisoned 97 puppies in a lonely country house named Hell Hall and planned to have their skins turned into fur coats. So it just... You know, kids' books just used to be so much cooler.
0: Now we've just got, like,
1: (laughs) diaries of wimpy kids and, you know, Captain Underpants and garbage like that.
0: Anti-bullying (laughs) tones.
1: Come on. People who are going to cut dogs up and skin them. Yes. In a place called Hell Hall, which I don't know if that was in the Disney movie or not. But, I mean, Disney used to do, you know, they'd have just, you know, parents getting shot in front of their kids in movies. So Hell Hall wouldn't
2: be too much.
0: But, I will point out, because um, I only noticed this now as we're rereading it, uh, a wicked woman named Cruella de Vil. Uh, later we learn about Cruella, something that's uh, shocking and seems shocking. <laughs> at odds with this. But we'll we'll get to that.
1: Yes. <laughs> and then uh, speaking of shocking, this is another thing that is focused on very early on and dropped into the book as if uh, something we should just all be understanding. Fifteen of the puppies belong to Pongo and Mrs., a young married couple of Dalmatians.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so they had, a, uh, they had a dog wedding. Um, and it goes on to just talk about how, well, it says that uh, the, the dearlies, the owners, moved into Hell Hall. And they thought about changing its name to Heaven Hall, but the dearlies thought it was just a bit too noisy for Heaven. <laughs>
0: mm. they, <laughs> or, they, they themselves wouldn't, uh, you know, say a swear like that, of course. Right. But.
1: I don't know. They'd give them a couple of days of 101 dogs barking and they're firing up the uh, puppy skinning machines, perhaps. <laughs> yes. But then it says they uh, they did not remain 101 Dalmatians for long because many of the pups married early and had delightful
2: families. <laughs>
0: What is the dog age of consent? What is <laughs> and what is early? Oh yeah. Well I, I I'm a, I'm operating them dog
1: years. So that's what I do. <laughs> My next dog wife ain't been born yet. Oh, I, I don't know. And who's performing them? Is a dog perform them or did Mr. Dearly get his uh online certification from, you know, the Universal Church of Light or whatever?
0: Yeah. I, I had a uh, college friend oh gosh he has such a good name but i don't want to say his name he is he's passed on but he got that and he was known as the reverend Uh and the the right reverend and he was in a punk band nice and uh it was the worst band ever and that was part of the appeal is it made me laugh harder than ever when i saw the reverend (laughs) did his uh bass move where you spin the bass around your neck oh no and it, of course, came loose and hit someone in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to recover from watching the reverend try to recover from that was one of the greatest joys of my entire life.
1: <laughs> it's like the guy who I saw open for the Arcade Fire who uh, stood up on his amp. He was he was nobody. He st- it was a very small show. Stood up on his amp. Ended up the amp tipped forward. He fell off it. Knocked the knocked the uh, mic over. And you know, ending thus ending the song, his final song of the set, and there was like the Mike Scronk in a uh, in a movie. He just gets up and just says, oh, I'll, "I'll pay for that." You know, <laughs> set ends, and then Dang. the Arcade Fire, who will be playing Madison Square Garden in two years, is about to take the stage, ladies and gentlemen. This guy has just ended his career. Wow, oh, great. Uh, so yeah, I, I I don't know if that's a, a dog performing them or if there's just sort of a a, a a sort of a mass wedding like in a stadium, like the the sung young moon uh group doing um who knows
0: yeah it's and it reminded me of um who's the guy from oh milton from office space uh-huh. who says uh and you know i had a window before and i could watch the squirrels and they were married <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't uh, there's just a you just get a sense that they're the dogs are married
1: yes very married uh, yeah. and yeah not limited to just dogs and it but then it says that uh Mr. Dearly uh, foresaw a time when uh, they would belong to a thousand and one Dalmatians and more. So, you mm-hmm. know, I, not he just might not know that there are steps you can take to, uh, you know, uh, help control the pet population, as Bob Barker would say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if that comes up in here. And there's several other ownerships of uh, dog ownership uh, that uh, aspects of dog ownership that I uh, I'm, uh, hopeful come up. Like this one, it says that the uh, the dogs. Showed great affection for visiting tradesmen. Uh, yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> leg humping the UPS guy.
0: Uh, those who are not tradesmen are kind of like, uh, hello, w- yeah. what am I here? <laughs> it's like, you know, the costermonger, and the dog is like going to hump his leg. It's like, Hey, he's not officially. He's not, you know. In he's the not in the union. Yeah. Then the Fuller on, Brushman
1: man. shows up and just they go to town on his shoes. <laughs> it's like I don't even have to polish these things. They just, uh, man,
0: tradesmen. Uh, and so, Mister Dearly, because they realize they can't keep all the puppies because they're marrying so, <laughs> they're marrying so crazily if you and early. Say. Yes, early, early, and often they're marrying, and so there's a bunch of them. And so they, they, uh, farm out, they, they open a, a house, a home where the owners can stay while the dogs try out or where the humans try out for the dogs. Right.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a
0: hostel in a nearby village where applicants could stay until they were fully trained (laughs) and eventually chosen by a dog. What is going on there?
1: It's like the, uh, you know, the, the who saved who type of sticker people like this is a yes. very early on like they picked me type of uh, type of uh, dog ownership. I, you know, I, I assume you have the same uh, opinion of those type of stickers as I do.
0: Well, of course I do. You're, probably, you're I probably revolted by them. <laughs> I probably have more passion than you do. <laughs> uh,
1: you didn't but, get a uh, when your son got a got a corgi. You didn't get a uh, I heart my grand dog sticker. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> I mean, they are heckin' cute doggos. But uh, uh, oh wow,
2: God! I said that in
0: front of my other son, and uh, he. I'm glad he didn't have a knife on him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he grabbed he grabbed my collar. I think uh, so. I'm just trying to think. Like if you're a tradesman, I mean, if you're a tradesman, you're in, right? Sure. But uh, do you have to stop your trade and go to the the hostel in the nearby village?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you like, want to honey, adopt- we're ruined,
0: but I want a dog so bad. <laughs> I'm going to stop working for a couple weeks.
1: Yeah, do the dogs? You know, they say like, no, we showed you great affection, but you know, that's that's just a taste. You know, if you want to, if you want to lock this down, yeah, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> abandon things and stay in the hostel for a while. Or maybe the, uh, maybe the hostel just where the serious uh, leg humping goes on. Who knows? That could
0: be the dirty secret. Yeah, magic fingers know. bed, and I'm, uh, I'm headed over to the hostel for a little bit, honey. I know what you're up to. Oh, stop with that! Just it's stop. It's those dogs. It's the yeah, yeah. I know, I know. That's why you went back to trade school.
1: You abandoned a career as a lawyer to. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. That hostel's a strange place.
1: Uh, yeah, and I'm not sure if we're going to really see too much of that, but it was a good detail. <laughs> as is the fact that uh, the uh, the family owns, uh, they describe them as liver-spotted Dalmatians. Mm-hmm. That's Prince and Perdita. And I, so I don't know if those are older ones. Pongo is the main, the top dog and Mrs., but uh, they also own two white Persian cats one of these cats had rescued herself from Cruella, who rescued who, and uh, since then been married. <laughs> she and her husband frequently had charming kittens who all went to excellent homes. So the cat weddings, I don't know if that's a different ceremony, you know, different traditions. A different, oh, different yes. Yeah, so you have to get a
0: different license for that exactly. if you are. I don't know. Or do, and is there a hierarchy where like if you're a dog uh, priest or reverend, you can do it, but a cat couldn't do it to a dog you know what i mean like, true
2: yeah
1: or the, you know yeah. the, you're not allowed inside the dog i mean the cats like you know temple or chapel or whatever right yes
0: yeah they have to tear the carpet out if you come in there yeah which is that, i mean tr- true of pets, so.
1: and uh I, you know i just you know, the whole time i'm just like come on have a cat married to a dog see what kind of chaos that would throw into this world but alas <laughs> alas i think they keep it pretty uh, not interspecies
0: um Oh, and the the cats, oh, this is the other word. she and her husband again, they were married mm-hmm. uh, frequently had charming kittens, okay, <laughs> who all went to excellent homes,
1: frequently.
0: I think there's an undercurrent here with the constant marrying, <laughs> thousand and one Dalmatians frequently having kittens.
1: Right? Yeah is the uh, is the Dearly's coming through and doing like the school dance thing? Like leave enough room here. Oh, you're married. <laughs> oh, oh, then be my guest. You know, go
0: at well. It. Maybe, maybe that's the noise that they said made it. You know, not quite so heavenly. <laughs> wow, just
1: constant. Yes, yeah, I think it must be. Yeah, the creaking. Oh, dog headboard shattering. All oh, right. Oh. <laughs> um. So they they have they throw in some stuff about the dog star, which I think is foreshadowing. Just having read the Amazon description, um, yes, th- it's like a little hot or something. So it says. Uh, Mr. Dearly says, all I know is the ancient Romans believe the dog star Sirius, rising with the sun, adds to the sun's heat and makes the weather especially warm. Idiots. Um. <laughs> ancient Romans. Uh, and then, uh, uh, but uh, Pongo is suffering from a little bit of dog ennui. He says, surely he had everything he wanted. Why then was he sometimes a little bit discontented? And I was amused by this. And it won't make much sense to most of our listeners unless... You go see Rift Tracks Live uh, Rad on August 17th in theaters uh, nationwide. He says there were seesaws. Uh, it's not as if life at Hell Hall was dull. The dogs had plenty of amusements. There were seesaws, swings, a charming little merry go round, a small water chute into the pond. So the, the dogs are going ass sliding,
2: <laughs> like in true. Rad,
1: the primary activity in the community that the kids live in in Rad.
0: Oh, rad. Yes, that's right. They do it early. They say um, there's the, like an opening, you know, like montage scene. And then like, oh, I can't believe that happened, man. Hey, we're all going ass sliding. <laughs> you coming with us? <laughs> they just introduce it early and it is the thing. It's it's so good.
1: They do yeah, multiple ass sliding scenes and it is a it is a it's a water slide. It means you go down a water slide <laughs> into yes. a local river or something like that. So it's uh, yeah, check it out. It's lots of fun.
0: Uh, but the yeah the the wistfulness of Pongo here, it seems like he's protesting too much. Like Pongo, you're clearly depressed. You, <laughs> you've got to get some medication or something. He's, he's like, and he keeps smiling. It no, I I've got it good. Why do I have this feeling like an emptiness inside? I, I don't know. Something's gnawing at me. But I'm fine. I know I'm good. <laughs> Poor like, guy. I felt bad for him. Like, clearly there's a hole in your life, dude.
1: Right. And he uh, he probably, you know, like one of his sons comes in and asks for, like, to borrow money or something. And he just envisions him as a little fur talking fur coat or something. He just <laughs> has to, like, slap himself away from that vision. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think that's uh, tied into the weirdness that we get later. That's another uh, might rear its head later. I'm not sure.
0: Yes, but then uh, then the book begins in earnest.
1: Yeah, that's when that, uh, she does even do like a anyway. I filled you in on all that. Let's get to the real story type of thing. Yes, actually
0: says that. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Uh, oh.
1: Essentially, every they've the dogs have slept in, and then they're they're confused about like why it's so quiet when they wake up, and they, they go to see Mister and Mrs. Dearly, and uh, they're still asleep. It says, but it, they, they emphasize, and she repeatedly emphasizes this, they look particularly well, and they're breathing beautifully. Yes. They, so I think she, just to make sure that no one's really going to freak out at the insane things that happen here, she just repeatedly emphasizes that they are breathing, and they, they appear to be smiling. Um, and it said, Mr. Dearly looks as if he might smile at any minute. Yes, he's smiling now. So they're having lovely dreams, and it's a shame to wake them.
0: It's a bit like a double elimination tournament, the <laughs> yes. amount of time she brings it up, like, remember, please remember, the dearlies are not dead. Yes, they're not
1: turning blue. They're not, like, rigor mortising. They're very happy.
0: Yep. Uh, which sort of, to me, was kind of like, well, let's just let things lie then. Right. Why Why even worry about it? Sure. They. They seem happy. <laughs> their hair will just gradually turn gray. Their beards will grow, and then they'll die happy. Yes. <laughs> Instead, it starts a story. Unfortunately, yeah.
1: Oh well. Um, well, it goes on to just uh, they they see the cats, the married cats, asleep in their basket, and uh, at some point in time, their their goal for how to wake things up is to uh, to bark really loud um, mm-hmm. and like sort of nudge them, and then it says, "Well, we'd better lick their faces," said Pongo. He knew that the dearlies, as much as they loved their dogs, were not fully appreciative of face licking. So we, we just get a scene of them uh, licking these unconscious smiling people, which is the sort of thing that, like, you know, if uh, someone, like, walked in the door and saw it happening, they'd just do the slow back out of the scene.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also get a little uh, taste of uh, a Perdita's. Sure. A Prince, and, Prince and Perdita. Um, uh, we know that Mrs. is a, is a mouse person. Perdita's a uh, a puppy washer. Yes. She'd always been a great puppy washer. Uh, <laughs> later we get, she has a mania for washing puppies. <laughs> Tell me more about this. Yeah. Why, why is that just like, that's just glossed over?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, Pongo is depressed and she's got sort of an OCD uh, puppy washing uh, mania. Yes. I it's... mean, these dogs, we, we can see if they've all... Uh, but the stock is all from uh, Pongo and uh, Mrs., we might have some uh, some inbreeding going on at some point in time. You're going to start to get those... Uh, well, we'll get to that later. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, that's... I mean, when they said they were all marrying young, like, what,
2: who?
1: <laughs> I think... So I, I read the recap of, I think, the movie where it said that the uh, the Deerleys had like 15 dogs yeah, kidnapped from true. them yeah. and then yeah. the rest of the 101 were already at Cruella's plant. So I guess there was, um, you know, more bloodlines mixing into this... Uh, family actually but
0: well good we'll, we'll we get a lot about bloodlines and stuff coming up so <laughs> so we'll get to that
1: so they they move on from licking to even biting their ears tenderly but quite noticeably and uh i just had you know i thought about one of those you know crazy cat ladies that you know ends up getting devoured by their cats when they pass away in their chair um unfortunately it does not go <laughs> in that direction <laughs> they, they they tried really hard we sat on them and bounced
0: yeah that's 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 humping
1: that's the description of humping <laughs> um you know, you know all of you all hundred one of you get up here and try we're gonna uh, we're gonna have a bounce a thon
0: yeah the uh uh biting their ears and stuff It reminded me occasionally you'll see those uh those youtube clips of people like putting food in their mouths so that their you know pets, whatever the hell they are will Ugh. eat out of their mouths. And they like, they post it thinking it's charming. <laughs> <laughs> it's utterly revolting, obviously.
1: Yeah, because you know we they're they're licking the uh, they're licking the people's ears and stuff and faces. We also know what they've been licking moments earlier, so it's. Uh... It's a, yeah,
0: so don't give me any of that. A dog's mouth is cleaner than a human bullshit either. <laughs> how do I don't want to hear that. We I've had, seen what dogs do, I have had them.
1: At some point in time, a long time ago, we, me and my friends were running the uh, News for Pets Twitter account, which the, the subject line was not just a pet themed ripoff of The Onion, how dare you. And one of them just was, you know, dog, dog reads headline that dog's mouth is cleaner than humans, like laughs and go, goes back to licking anus for five consecutive minutes.
2: <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> what, how is that something we've all heard?
0: I don't know. I don't know where that came from. I suppose it's just so that owners would let, sure. you know, then it goes up to someone who's uncomfortable with dogs and the dog, you know, seven foot tongue comes out <laughs> and swipes across their face. Don't worry about it. <laughs> what dog's mouth is cleaner than a human?
1: It's literally eating another dog's feces right now. Yeah, well, there's magic going on in there. Do you brush his teeth? Never.
0: <laughs> I told you once, this will probably revolt many people. It, it was not fun for me either, but I will recount <laughs> the story. My dog once approached me and set something down in front of me that I couldn't immediately identify, although it was moving. I'm like, what in the? What? In, you know, my dog proudly giving me this prize. It was a uh, a small rabbit that he had chewed on so long that it had no fur left. It was a skinless <laughs> rabbit that was still alive. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Stumper. So how long had my dog had that thing in its mouth? Just kind of, I can't wait till Master shows up. Yep. He's going to love this. Rye right, Rove right, you, Reich. <laughs> my mouth is clean. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Well, sorry yeah. for that story. We don't anyway. need to. Yeah, we, we
1: we don't. We can. People can fill in the blanks about what you had to do to. to y- yes, <laughs> end exactly. that story.
0: But uh, I would say, in defense of telling that story, this is a book about
1: dogs. Yes, you're going to get a sorry. lot of dog stuff.
0: You're going to get some dog stories.
1: The uh, the point where I had to Google whether they were going to use the word bitch was uh, when when Mrs. <laughs> said, "Oh yes," enthusiastically. I don't know what why that popped <laughs> into my head there, but unfortunately. <laughs> It never came up, because that would have been too hilarious.
2: No.
0: <laughs> uh, so the people don't wake up, and then there's no noise,
1: right? Yep. They sort of say, uh, you know, it's it's a little too quiet, is, is the vibe that you get there. Yes. And uh, I, at some point, I was like, so it's this is sort of like the happening for dogs at some point in time. There's not even, like, the wind blowing.
0: And there's no birds?
1: There's no birds. And, uh, yeah, they. Uh, I, I think that the... Uh, And any indication of of, of life is is somewhat silent.
0: Yeah, 100% the happening. Or one of the many... um, I just saw a movie that was... uh, uh, I I quite liked it, but it it was uh, another apocalypse movie. Okay. It's like, man, we are really... We're doubling down on the apocalypse. It's pretty much every other story, is so, yeah. right. Somebody wakes up and it's like, oh no, everyone's dead. You know, now what? <laughs> uh, but uh, th- this one was good. Anyway, that's what this is like.
1: Yeah, Ram Ruggent. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll try to tamp that's that how down. Dogs Sorry. Talk. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I don't. I didn't know if these dogs were like talking like that to each other, but she was sort of just translating it on the fly like that if it's if it would sound like that if you heard them talking because i think in the in the movie they all had british accents oh um, uh, yes
0: i believe so but uh,
1: but yeah they uh they they sort of go outside and they're wondering um how they're gonna get out of here to to see what's going on because the dogs can't open it emphasizes they can't open door handles they can't open the gates but um they they, they go to the gates and then the wind just blows them open and when they leave, it blows them back shut. So I guess if it is the happening, the, the the wind is sort of in on it with them, as opposed to being the harbinger of doom that the wind was in the happening.
0: Yeah, I was kind of thinking that. Okay, that's the the way this novel is going. That's sort of interesting. That um, oh my god, we can't open doorknobs. Mm-hmm. You know, which puppy do we eat first? <laughs> you know, the, obviously, this is uh, what are we going to do for uh, for water? How right. are we going to figure this out? Pongo's choice. <laughs> it was, it was, um, this happened to me uh, a couple weeks ago. It,
1: you had to pick which puppy to eat first.
0: Yes, no, that didn't happen to me. Is I went out onto my deck and I closed the door and the uh, deck door locked itself.
1: Oh, right. I remember this.
0: And so I was out on a deck that I, you know, it's on a floor where I cannot, there's nothing to shimmy down. Mm-hmm. There is nothing, it is a railed deck. It was too hot and i was like well time to start drinking my urine you know just like <laughs> what am i doing two minutes in it really it really is like amazing how quickly your mind goes wow i'm doomed i have no skills i don't know what to do mm-hmm. i have i don't have my phone i can't that my neighbors are on there's no way i can contact my neighbors most of them they're not home i don't know i was just i figured i was dead
1: were you going to try would you have If it really did come down to it, would you have, like, tried to leap off the deck first? Or would you have done the movie thing of, like, take off your shirt, wrap it around your fist, and try to punch through a window with that?
0: I was doing the um, shimming down. I was hanging off the deck (laughs) and realized, like, if I dropped, I could hear the the double snap, you know see the green stick fracture coming through and then and then, you know, six minutes later my wife comes home, honey?
2: Oh my God.
1: Why didn't you wait, you idiot? Was this during wasn't it during like uh Minneapolis spring when it was also pretty cold out there or something? It was cold
0: and windy as well, yes.
1: (laughs) Well I hope that we don't have, uh, you know, yeah, Pongo, like, demanding, you know, do you've got to jump. It's the only way to save the missus. Like, ah. The I bone, break all my paws. <laughs> the bone poked out of a spot. <laughs> yeah, I, we don't know. This book goes in weird directions. It um, does. It so does. We, we, let's see. Uh, that was the end of chapter one, I think. They're sort of going out to check in. What's going on? Chapter two is called News from Downing Street
0: yes oh i should point out the gates open and close themselves yes so there's a bit of a yes anyway that's just odd
1: yeah um they i don't even think at this point in time they they are thinking about it but the uh they do just sort of you know go up to them it says not only were they only just open and mrs was afraid they might be too heavy to be pushed open wide enough but as the dog approached the gates swung inwards how nice of the winds <laughs> and misses as they ran through the gates, which instantly closed behind them. So that's exactly what you get there. They just things are just happening, as you would say,
0: the happening, The yes. happening, the, the barking. Uh, uh, chapter two, we get a nice illustration, at least in my version of it.
1: Yeah, it's got a big uh, 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 bushy sheepdog, I think, sheepdog, is is. yeah,
0: and a, and a pigeon. Yeah, the pigeon
1: is, I guess, asleep Sleeping, in the. Sleeping, yes. watching him bark by. One yeah. of the the uh, the best moments of uh, uh me and lauren's relationship was when she at some point in time it was revealed sort of gradually that she thought uh barkley the big fuzzy uh, fuzzy sheepdog on sesame street had been portrayed by a real dog so do, wow. do you know big bird's buddy barkley
0: yeah it's Did just you, a, a dog suit right
1: it's i mean it's a it if you look it up it is a very funny thing to have imagined i mean she was clearly remembering it from when she was four But uh, it came back later. And if you if you just everyone take a moment right now and look up that dog and imagine someone telling you that they had always assumed it was a real dog, not even a dog in a dog suit.
0: I mean, it's almost as bad as someone thinking that Steve Miller was from Australia.
1: (laughs) Just to update you, I told you this. I was at one of my oldest and dearest friends at a at a gathering this weekend. I told that story and he repeatedly said, I am shocked." Truly shocked to learn that Steve Miller is not Australian. Why?
2: (laughs) Where did this come from?
1: So that could be the origin of it. In in third grade, he might have said that to me, and it just implanted itself in my mind.
0: Wow. All right. Well, get to the bottom of it. Ask him where I will. I will. We'll do
1: a uh, we'll do a a series of podcasts like the time about my other friend who slapped me. Um, Okay. uh, So the dogs start confessing that they feel unusually light as they're um, you know, going about this mission of trying to track down other dogs. And um, they, they talk about how, you know, maybe that's because you haven't eaten. And they're like, no, I, I'm not even hungry. Uh, I can't even imagine being hungry. And I know something else. When all the dogs at Hell Hall wake up, they won't be hungry either. Um, this, which goes along with a lot of uh, tactic in this book of the dogs just, you know, knowing something, saying it as a fact. And it, it is, of course, a fact. that they, they have this sort of sixth sense going on
0: yeah it, they they meet out the, the magic comes quick fast and don't doubt it ever if uh if it's brought up then it is a thing mm-hmm. yes 100 uh, percent. yes so they're they don't they don't have to eat uh there's a couple things that come up as well where they're just like oh didn't you know that that's how it is now right and they go oh, okay cool all right <laughs> add that to the list
1: and i think maybe in in dodie's mind she was like well when disney you know adapts this one it's going to be very easy just to show what a swoosh is show what these dogs now that they're feeling lighter than air, how they're moving a little harder to convey in you know children's text i would say but uh right. yeah. disney was like well not that's we're not, not going to be making this movie this is <laughs> 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 so we're left to uh just interpret it as we uh, as as it's written on the page
0: Which... i mean i have to imagine that would be the uncanny valley something you don't necessarily want to see right Dogs sort of whooshing through the air well we'll get to it we'll yeah to it. right yes because there's pictures of it but it it is it's sort of disturbing in a way
1: yeah i agree it's uh yeah it, it is uncanny valley-ish <laughs> dogs should have yes. four feet on the ground but yeah they say it's uh it's it's easy to run this morning more like swimming through air <laughs> um and they they go to see the general as they are are moving that way and that's the uh the uh, big bushy sheepdog
0: He's surprisingly not an insurance general, uh, little cartoon mustache guy with a helmet on.
1: Beautiful animation, just you can tell. So good. Yeah. A lot of
0: care went into that. (laughs) Uh, But we do get in chapter two, that's where they say that uh, Mrs., for Mrs. was a famous mouse chaser. There's a sleeping mouse. Got it. As like, how famous? Sure. Like, who who knows? You know, I I read once that, like... um, Boris Becker in Germany was 98% recognizable.
2: Wow.
1: You know,
0: that's like, so he can't go anywhere in Germany. He
1: couldn't have a trial by jury, like, as everyone knew who he was.
0: Right. Well, he did have a, didn't he? Oh, no. Boris Becker went to the big house. Oh, dear. For tax evasion. (laughs) It was tax evasion, so, yeah. Um. But anyway, like, you know, Taylor Swift level fame of Mouse Chaser? Like, how famous? Sure. That's all I'm asking.
1: Yeah, they should weigh in. Like, was she, you know, because, you know, William Hung was famous for a while, but that's not something that you were, um, you know, Bill Buckner? Did she let a mouse go through her legs and achieve fame that way?
0: Right, right. Or, um... A uh, roadhouse, famous oh, bouncer. Of course. He walks into a bar and people are like, do you know who that is? That's that famous of bouncer. Of course I know who that is. <laughs> of course I know. I recognize all bouncers by sight, but he's especially famous.
1: <laughs> I do feel like there are uh, like you know, either dogs or cats who were famous mousers, though. I feel like that's something that there's a Wikipedia article about, like a cat who used to catch mice on a ship or something like that, or um a famous rat catching dog um so we'll, we'll look into that for next time
0: yeah but i feel like the, with the mouse it's usually cats right sure he's sure. a mouser yeah but so mrs was mrs a was a famous a mouse dog. chaser well i guess if it doesn't mean she or... caught them she just chased them <laughs> so anyway
1: it was the you know the the 50s so it's not like there was good tv on so like grab no, your coat was, we're gonna go watch the, the dog chase a mouse okay well i guess things were getting more interesting then
2: right.
1: the beatles are on ed sullivan who cares the dog the dog is chasing a mouse which dog the famous
0: one. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: uh
0: but uh, yeah so you mentioned the general so he was previously a colonel. yeah there, there it is he had been a colonel afterwards with every justification he made himself a general oh wow is that how that works
1: uh, in this book Give yourself it seems a, to be... <laughs> a
0: field commendation <laughs>
1: the general stealing some valor
0: yes <laughs> hey I, I found a coat here with some extra stars on it i guess that's me
1: <laughs> uh it also uh, describes that um he lives on a farm so the ducks are sleeping hens pigeons uh the pigs um are, are all asleep um and it goes on to say that the, uh, the general uh, has a tabby cat friend who's asleep. And it says, never before has she let me down. As you know, I think of her more as a dog than a cat.
0: Um,
1: which is, you know, maybe he's sort of trying to set the table for when he and the cat get married. Just to have people
0: right.
1: be a bit more uh, accepting of it. But then he, he gives the basket a kit and says, wake up, Major. Puss, Please. So that was another thing I had to control F, and that's unfortunately the only one in the book, because that would also (laughs) set the stage for hilarity, but oh well.
0: (laughs) Oh, later there could have been a bitch (laughs) please, you know. (laughs) Uh, But they say to the general, Pongo said, it's been worse for you than for Mrs. and me, general. We had Prince and Perdita to talk to, you had no one, for the sheepdog was the only dog at the farm. So I, you know dry-clicking his revolver in his mouth <laughs> and weeping. <laughs> What's going on? Again, I and that uh, cat who he thinks of as a dog and seeing, you know, like a, a hot dog on uh, right. yes. steaming.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, he doesn't know that anyone else isn't hungry and like you know, he, he, he can uh, convince himself oh, they look happy when they're sleeping. Oh, they're probably just, uh, you know, they, they, they want me <laughs> to do it. They know it's about to happen. <laughs>
0: So I just I how long was that process of him just like by himself seeing the world go to sleep?
1: <laughs> oh god. Yeah, what really I'm the only one who survived a gas leak. <laughs> uh they they discuss uh the boy, because he does live on a farm with a boy um who is uh, they assure them that he is okay. He has a Tommy, he has beautiful rosy cheeks and magnificent breathing. Um, and it, Pongo just out of the blue says, can he read already? Well, not the words, but he reads the picture splendidly. So No. (laughs) You, you, <laughs> they can't read uh, but they uh, they sort of talk about how he's particularly fond of something called science fiction so the book is a little uh little self-aware though it seems very mysterious they say
0: he's reading someone called garrett p service <laughs> but he, he only looks at the pictures of, of moon man
2: uh,
1: yeah Footprints. Martians, martians eyeing their dancing slaves <laughs> he's a big fan uh uh but then they get a, a message the sort of loud and cr- uh, clear shrill barking uh from one of their daughters named Cadpig
0: Cadpig Mhm uh, I look I had to look that up because again I don't know the lore I believe Cadpig is from the first one mm-hmm. and uh it's not a name I would give my beloved daughter <laughs> uh, Um I, I recently, some of you may know, I, my, I, I have a granddaughter now. You are pushing hard your...
1: for, yeah, uh, Cadpig
0: guys, like Cadpig,
1: like Helga or something like that. Just a, an old timey name. That's
0: considerate. No, but there's a lot of pressure, right? Um, and the first time you say it to other people, whereas, oh, yeah. of course, the reaction. You know, there's only one reaction that should be said, and that is, "Oh, how lovely!" Yeah, or delightful. "How wonderful!" Mm-hmm. "Delightful!" I'm sure you are so happy.
1: But you know.
0: Like, but you do get those people who go What? Like, Where'd you get that from? And stuff that happened to me. Anyway, I, I with, with what Pig, with I don't know. with August, yes. Okay. Because people they don't know that it, it the month is not August came, the month before came from The from month came from something, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, uh but Cadpig I, I, I looked it up. Uh I have something to share with you. You know our delight over um you know, when the comment section of YouTube became... Oh, sure. Instead of rage and racism and hate, <laughs> it became... Um, eulogies? Yeah, just like strange, mawkish, weird eulogies. Mm-hmm. And those are all upvoted. I just find that very odd. And I assume people are doing it performatively now just to oh. try to get the number one comment. Who knows? Anyway, I looked up the uh, CAD pig. And here I found the National Purebred dot com. <laughs> <Is> that <laughs> that sounds a little fax kingy. <laughs> it's very fax kingy. Uh it says, uh what what's the name of the uh, smallest of the 101 Dalmatians? Cadpig. English in origin, term used for the smallest piglet in a litter of pigs, huh. not to be confused with runt. Okay, what's the difference? Yeah, I really. Don't know. Uh, anyway, that's the name. It describes her. She was very much into New Age philosophies and did her best to promote, promote spread goodwill. So that's, that's all, throughout the world. She's not as strong as her brothers and sisters, but she's more learned, had a developed worldview. <laughs> With her extensive vocabulary, gift for sarcasm and use of metaphysical metaphors. Okay. There you go. Yeah, we get some she was that. a standout Dalmatian. Okay. There you go. And there's a little picture of her right here.
1: So they say not to be confused with the runt, even though it appears to be the exact same uh, I, definition.
0: I don't know what that means.
1: Maybe <laughs> it's just like runt had some negative. I mean, CAD pig sounds pretty negative, too. But like, wow.
0: So I look down, I see like, oh, my gosh, national com. There's two comments on it, <laughs> on this little listing with a little oh. picture of cat pig. Oh, no.
1: So picture uh, of Cadbeck, you mean like from the animated movie?
0: From the animated okay. movie, yes. Uh, not, a, not a photo, <laughs> sorry. Um, and here's a, uh, here's a comment. Now, I should be clear, I do not want to make fun of this person's grief for anything. That is not my intent. It's sure. just like, who would go to... <laughs> com And leave this comment. Uh, one California day, a small Dalmatian runt wrong word, sir, walked in front of my car as I was driving, obviously a discarded runt, blue eye and a brown. We had a quick chat about the situation over a bowl of needed water. She jumped in my car. Fifteen years later, a world traveler, a model, dad's special girl passed on.
2: Oh,
1: my God.
0: As with all of them, every day was special. My scrappy, smart as a whip. My last rescue has left a very large hole in our lives. Love the runts. She had an amazing run, more than most humans. Under the full moon, she runs our yard and fields still. Here we go. My wolf dog and I are still in shock.
1: (laughs) You've left me with some questions, sir. (laughs) Wow, so you got a okay. whole uh, Marley and me in a comment section there. In a
0: comment section on com under the Cad Pig <laughs> entry. Wow. So again, not making fun of the gentleman's grief. I'm just simply saying, what a weird... Well,
1: yeah, you could at least place. you know write into dog fancy or something like that. Yes. Holy crap, that's incredible. Good you. And, and
0: then, of course, the comment below it is... Ha-ha,
1: it a, eat it, lame yeah.
0: <laughs> It's a slur. No, it's, a, <laughs> what a remarkable tribute you've written about your girl. She sounds like, and then goes on. Wow. Love it, man. Peace, that's brother. Ex-
1: that's incredible. So he would he didn't even use the terminology Cadpig or name the dog Cadpig.
0: It was ended just up about, more. it was just about runts and the, yeah, the runts being their better
1: Wow. He's going to go to uh, Amazon and and look at a three-pound bolt bag of uh, Runt's candy and leave a similar comment. (laughs) Also, the banana ones can go to hell. All right. Well, I think we should link to that in the description just so people can uh, take a look themselves. Okay. I hope they don't
0: take it down for some reason. No, I think
1: it'll be be special. We still get Fax King uh, submissions every now and then, so it's important to do. (laughs) Well, Cadpig, not the runt, even though she is, lives at number 10 Downing Street, you know, home of the prime minister. Yes. Um, and then she sort of, you know, the author interjects and says, and now we must learn what have been happening to the smallest, prettiest, and bossiest of the 15 puppies, like the OG 15 Pongo and uh, uh, Mrs. Purebred stock. Um, she uh, moved in with the prime minister because, like you said before, Mr. Dearly Uh, It says the government had now got itself into such trouble that even Mr. Dearly didn't know how to get out of it. So I had missed where it said he was a finance wizard or whatever. I just like the government is, you know, about to default on its debt. So they call the local dog breeder.
0: Yeah, I I, I think he was, I assumed just from context that he was helping out the prime minister.
1: Yeah, it said he had at one time been called a wizard of finance. Oh, okay. Um, So I guess he just, um, there must've just been a difference between the book and the movie. Gotcha. Um, uh, And uh, she, she drove out to uh, number 10 Downing Street with Mr. Dearly. Uh, You know, they opened the door of the car. She had seen the prime minister on TV before and then bolted out of the car, treated him with such slavish affection that he was extremely flattered. And a policeman who attempted to remove Cad Pig was waved aside. So that is, that's some serious humping going on there. That's, Is what's going on The leg Just Locked onto the leg
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's the red rocket Uh, But the prime minister Was flattered He was deeply touched Tears sprang to his eyes Nowadays He was so often criticized And even bullied So seldom treated kindly and I was like, boy, she's leaving out a lot of condom filled with pee. Isn't she? <laughs> yeah,
1: really. Yes, exactly. Contacting for... psychics and, you know, just, uh, uh, you know, eating uh, his own hair or something. He seems deeply <laughs> unwell. I mean, poor guy. He begs to be allowed to keep cat pig. Who is he begging? I'm the prime minister. But,
0: yeah. I, hey, he answers to the parliament. So
1: <laughs> It sounds like there's, uh, you know, someone running a, a puppet regime going on behind the scenes, if that's... If that's the kind of uh, mental health that he's exhibiting right now,
0: yeah, poor guy being bullied <laughs> by his own people. Uh, but then he makes a speech, and she appears, like she runs up and starts humping him, and people mm-hmm. are like, "Oh, delightful!"
1: Yeah, he's like the little uh, girl that walked in as that one guy was, uh, uh, you know, the, the girl who like marched in in like a detective coat. It looked like uh, as that guy was doing a, a Zoom call. It was like the the first ever kid interrupting a parent's uh, Zoom interview, and, and oh, she yeah. gave that. I so, love this. So, that one was Cat, so great. <laughs> Cat Pig did that. But it says she sort of had a, a, a ulterior motive of uh she had loved television since she was a tiny puppy and longed to appear on it. Indeed, that was her main reason for coming to Downing Street. So Cat Pig is just literally a a a basic bitch.
0: <laughs>
1: She's like a, a, someone who wanted to be on the real world or something. Just all I, I don't care, I just want to be on TV. Well, do you want to be care? famous? Do you care if you look bad or not? I do not. <laughs> no. <laughs> But yeah, she somehow lucked into the uh the, the the Prime Minister's thing. So now she establishes a major influence here over uh, over the dogs of the UK.
0: Yes, and she is uh she's famous. And how long after she, that happened? Yeah, like what are we talking here? And and you know, the Prime Minister's government it obviously survived mm-hmm. this uh whatever this economic downturn, right?
1: Uh Yeah, and he, I mean, hopefully he got his, his shit together too, so he's not crying when he sees a puppy. <laughs> um, but maybe it's, you know, maybe Cad Pig was doing like that that octopus who picked the World Cup winners. Just he holds out, you know, different tax policies in front of her and whichever one she lifts her leg on, like that's the one he uses or something.
0: Yeah, so he, so he, he was like uh, uh, the counting horse or something. You know? Yes, ads. <laughs> <Just, laughs> Right. four plus four,
1: Or it could be, you know, and yeah, so everything's going great. And they're like, you know, let's see, uh, you know, go talk to the prime minister about how he handles this. And they do see her just sniffing the, the tax policies and they realize how horrible things have gotten. And he's immediately guillotined into town square. But it goes on to describe uh, how that she's communicating with them. Cause they are still very far away. She's in London and it yeah. says that's 60 miles away. And the conversation to London Had to be relayed by nearly 500 dogs, um, all doing sort of like a game of telephone, which I got the name right in the first the introduction episode was called The Twilight Barking. Um, Yeah, yeah. So
0: that's um, the only thing I know about that movie is the twilight barking,
1: which is just sort of the one leans out the uh, the the window. The other one hears it and barks it down the road.
0: Yeah, it's it's, you know, Peter Jackson's uh, lighting the fires on top of the mountains and the music swells and the dogs bark. Nice.
1: Um, but they, yeah, so they now are able to hear her without any intervention from 60 miles away, uh, which is just sort of reported that you can do it. And they think it's curious and then accept it. And then they say, uh, we got to get in touch with all the dogs who aren't in England. And Pongo says, but you can't bark across the sea. And Cadpig says not bark exactly, but well, I'm barking to you and you're barking to me, but I'm almost sure we're really reaching each other by thought waves. It's all part of the strangeness this morning. And I think I can extend my thought waves when I've had more practice. So that's just uh, her her innate sense is that she uh, will soon be able to extend her thought waves.
0: So I I missed the fact that I I didn't understand what was going on. I thought they thought they were barking but they were thinking, but they're also just barking.
1: I think that's true. Um because okay. she she starts she starts using some like bark jokes that are upcoming. Uh, so I, I reminded me. Uh, do you know the the Far Side cartoon that's uh, Professor Schwartzman's dog translator? And it's this guy out out in the street, and he's got this goofy helmet on, and he's finally able to understand what dogs are saying. And every dog is just going, "Hey, hey, hey!" <laughs> <laughs> like chasing a car, be like, "Hey, hey, hey!" Uh, so <laughs> that's sort of what I'm imagining here is the dogs are just like barking normally, but they're all hearing each other what they're saying.
0: Uh so yeah so so we get that magical thing where like okay and he's like you need to come to London Cad Pick says you got to come to London um he's like I don't do politics. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no no it's you know we we got to rescue the world or yeah, whatever. The fate
1: of dogdom she says.
0: Yes and, and he says well no it's you know that's two days. And uh she goes no no no. Um I dashed down the stairs at full speed and wished I could go faster and then I found I was going faster. I was skimming over the stairs without touching them, like flying but my feet were just off the ground. It's sort of a swoosh, you float on the air and you can regulate your speed just by thinking about it. Do you understand? Uh,
1: you've clear. there's there's a gas leak in the Prime Minister's house. You've got to get out of there cat pig.
0: Yes, there's something is t- deeply wrong the the depression that was descending upon your boss. <laughs> it's obviously hit you. Please get medication.
1: Pongo's actual response? I understand what you're saying. <laughs>
0: yes. You do? I was just kidding, man. Uh, uh, I, I should point out that I. this reminded me of the fact that, you know, when I was young, did you have the flying dreams? Oh, sure. They're great. Oh, they're the best. And then you wake up, you're like, dang, man. I could go anywhere. Uh, I, As I've aged, I no longer have flying dreams. Occasionally, I have a dream where I can descend the stairs <laughs> without touching them. <laughs> and then you wake up and go, I mean, I guess that'd be kind of cool, but it doesn't really. I could go downstairs like three times faster than I can normally go downstairs.
2: Uh,
0: my expectations have obviously been deeply lowered as yeah. i get older.
1: Oh, man, dreaming of getting to the airport and there being a slightly shorter-than-usual security line. Oh, Oh, baby, don't wake me up. Oh, look at him. He's he's smiling in his sleep. He must be having the airport. Oh, he's breathing beautifully. (laughs) Our beautiful breathers. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, But uh, Pongo then immediately feels like he (laughs) needs to give it a try. He says... uh, he bro- He's going to try it, but then he breaks off staring in astonishment because Mrs. is swooshing around the farmyard. I can do it. I can do it, she cried triumphantly. And now the sheepdog, the general, was swooshing too. So that's where I control f swoosh. Any guesses on how many swooshes we're going to get here? Because they start to stack up really quickly.
0: Uh, well, let's see. This is called the great swooshing, right? <laughs> um, so I'm going to say there's 40.
1: 104.
0: Wow. A hundred and four. Wow. This is heavy a short book.
1: book. Yeah, really, it's a, uh, it's like 30 K words. So that's a, a decent proportion of them.
0: Wow. Um,
1: and then, uh, the way that these dogs are conveying this to himself, cause Pongo's still sort of hung up on this. Mrs. Just says, Hey, remember that hovercraft we saw on television? Imagine you're a hovercraft Pongo. And I was wondering if they saw the upcoming Ri tracks release, uh, Fatal Combat. Yeah. Prominently featured a hovercraft. I feel like we were promised a lot more hovercrafts in the eighties. That was sort Hovercrafts were
0: like... big, yeah. And you you know, if you've got um uh this, what's this, popular science magazine, it was uh-huh. like plans to build a hovercraft. <laughs> <laughs> people really wanted to hover. Yeah. I don't know why. It didn't seem to have many advantages, but uh people we just got the hovercraft. segue, yeah. Yeah.
1: But uh, and so he said,
0: uh, "Pong." it says Pongo vividly remembered the hovercraft. <laughs> so they're watching TV. Like, what was that? Like an episode of, uh, you know, Columbo and it just it had had a, a hovercraft in it. Like, I don't remember. I don't remember anything else, but there was a hovercraft.
1: Yeah. It's like his moon landing, I guess, or something like that. <laughs> yes. uh, then he thinks of the hovercraft and then he found himself skimming all over the land. It felt delightful. Uh, and then Mrs. says to Cadpig, your father's a magnificent swoosher now. Uh, Mrs. Barked Catpig. Sorry. Yes. And then uh, they get they fill you in on some details. The Minister of Transport dog's been timing us. She thinks we can do about thirty miles an hour. So I, I had to look that up because I was like, Why well, does it seem super impressive? But uh, greyhounds sprint at uh, forty to forty-five miles an hour and can sustain. Thirty-five miles an hour for about seven miles, so they're the wow. fastest dog in the world. So it's a little below that. So I guess it's good for a dog, but it's not like they're, you know, traveling at the uh, you know, uh, like light rail speeds or anything like that. Uh, bullet trains,
0: right? And I suppose it's you know, it saves the obviously it saves the wear and tear. Like you know, horses when they run, mm-hmm. don't they? They have to have the drugs because they're um, they <laughs> run so hard. That it, it like, uh, tear, their lungs tear. Good Lord. So they have to, like, that's why they always say when you go to the racetrack, it's like, you know, there's a little asterisk, and it's like, this horse is on oh. whatever. <laughs> that's why what I, one time I I asked a knowing person, they're like, oh, that's because their lungs have fluid in them all the time from running so hard, which but, I guess is a, a sort of natural, it's not like a, you know, they're not being tortured, that just happens. Sometimes. Right.
1: But I would still maybe not bet on that horse. (laughs) If there was one that didn't have to win it. I think they're
0: all on it. Oh, okay. I think it's just like, that's what they do. So I don't know why the asterisk. (laughs) (laughs) There's no, there's not like a, you know, one of those guys is like a natural bodybuilder. And then they find out you're roiding up just like everybody else. (laughs) That's what horses do. I'm not taking that stuff for my lungs.
1: (laughs) Wow. Give me that stuff for
0: my lungs, man.
1: <laughs> Before I had such a positive and wholesome view of the horse track people, but that's uh, this has this has shattered my thought of the guy with the racing form smoking a
0: cigar. You know those gunshots you hear. <laughs> <laughs> do i have have to disillusion you about the wonderful world of horse race
1: (laughs) i think i'm gonna head out there now there's one uh yeah probably about 45 minutes from my house that seems like a good uh, a a thursday afternoon at the west virginia horse track that's pretty much like the it's a small world ride at disneyland in terms of the
0: wholesomeness the best and the brightest of your area will be there at that time
1: (laughs) um Uh, so they talk about how the, uh, the extraordinary behavior of doors, um, they're pretty much opening telekinetically when you need them to open around the prime minister's house Mm -hmm. and Pongo, uh, sorry, uh, pig. What's it? War pigs. Pigs, Cad Cad pigs. Says that she's pretty sure the whole business is metaphysical. Don't you agree, father? Well, yes and no, Pongo said, before deciding that before he met Catpig, he somehow had to find out what metaphysical meant. It's a little bit of humor here from Dodie Smith.
0: Uh, yeah, I guess that's funny because, I mean, uh, is it metaphysical? I flew here, so yeah, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's funny that he didn't know what metaphysical meant. Sure, I'll,
1: I'll agree to look it up. But then, this is when things start escalating quickly. Uh, Cadpig says, now I must go. I've got dozens of things to do. Oh, I almost forgot. Please bring a strong force of Dalmatians with you. I may form a private army. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Which you will command, Father. I mean, so yeah, things are escalating quickly. Um, Cadpig is, is, you know, sort of attempting to seize the the reins of power now that she's uh, out of the prime minister's house. And it I says, have
0: taken over the banks and I now own the oil companies, please bring an army. Is what she should have said <laughs>
1: exactly and and we shall need plenty of our own breed
0: uh. mm, boy. <laughs>
1: so we were promised an odd book with some, uh, big thoughts in it. And I think this is where they sort of start, uh, start stacking up. We had dogs marrying cats, marrying, but the, uh, the army exclusively of their own breed to immediately seize control from the, uh, seat of power is not something I was super prepared for.
0: Uh, speaking of super prepared, super constitution comes to mind here. Uh.
1: a <laughs> hey, uh, I mean, I'll just read it now. A, a listener did write in, uh, uh, saying that he, uh, he he felt that he was not prepared for the uh, super constitution esh screed in this. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he, he just said, uh, it was from Brian. Um, he just says, uh, there's things later coming, but he says, cadpit having taken control of her government, calls for an army to be assembled and that it be made up primarily of our own breed, which the police dogs enforce. Is this the children's book or thinly veiled super constitution-esque <laughs> political screen? Wow, okay. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, if you had told me right away which is the first book of the uh, other 24 we've read this will be compared to, uh, that would not have been my first guess. No, no. I might have guessed uh, Meg Muldoon, because uh, that had, you know, a dog eating pie. That seemed like a more likely candidate. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> well, what was that dog's name? The pie eating dog? Oh, is it Scraps? The one I can't really was poisoning with her. Yes, just leaving full pies out for. Yeah,
1: pie crust full of lard. Um, I, I, I scraps pops to buy, but I don't remember. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, she's uh, she says to go get an army, and the uh, general. Uh, well, this is just not a sentence I would have expected to encounter, either. The general then urged them to hurry back to Hell Hall and collect their army. <laughs> so
0: she's. <laughs> Full Saruman, make me an army, worthy. (laughs) Yes, my liege.
1: (laughs) Wow, but the runt uh, sitting next to the prime minister is who's doing that. That's amazing. Yeah. And uh, Mrs. says, none of them are any kind of soldiers. They're just dogs. And do let's go on thinking them as dogs for as long as we can. So it's a little ominous end to the chapter.
0: Wow, yeah, a little uh, like World War One. You know, we were just kids, kind of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what kind of bloody thing is coming?
1: <laughs> I'm excited to find out.
0: Yeah. That's do you the want? End of,
1: do you end up chapter two? Do you want to do some fanfic before uh, chapter three?
0: Sure, Great. let's do it.
2: Fanfic.
1: All right. So. We have had, uh, you know, just like 10,000 words of the starlight barking, but our mm-hmm. listeners have, uh, I feel like, done a good job of adapting to the uh, very unique style of this book, very unique subject matter, and they've written some diabolical fan fiction that you're going to attempt to, to guess here. Okay. The, uh, your, your batting average hovers above 500. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it's good. I feel like it got raised with the last book. So you are more down on yourself than I feel like everybody else is. But I guess that's how it goes. You feel like you could be doing better. but uh, I should be at 100%. <laughs> so this is uh, either all going to, these could be all real sections from later in Starlight Barking, or they could all be fanfic written by our, our listeners, uh, or it could be a combination of the two. Uh, And this is uh, where we usually plug the Patreon, which is patreon.com slash 372 pages, where you can get every episode a week early. You can get all the uh, fun bonus stuff we've done, like uh, the uh, Encyclopedia Brown mysteries you've been attempting to solve recently. Oh, some. those are
0: fun! Yeah, those, <laughs> the, I want more of those.
1: The Encyclopedia Brown mysteries are usually like uh, his lucky pencil went missing, and Encyclopedia has to track it down. Or the one that we covered a week ago, where a uh, a clown abducted a boy in his van, and they have to, to, tra-
0: <laughs> to which the to which the local priest was a witness of the <laughs> abduction. <laughs>
1: They're they're quite wacky and quite fun, and sometimes the puzzles are absolutely maddening. Your your track record with those is lower than your fanfic record, so I think is it a, well, it's fifty percent, I think. So you, you know, we've only done four of them.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. There's so. the one that's like a total cheat. So, oh, I yeah. mean, there
1: was one that was just like a computer couldn't solve it. It was like um, you pretty much had to just be like, oh, like every seventh letter is E, which indicates right. that right. uh, encyclo. I don't know. Anyway. So yeah, check out patreon.com says 372 pages. We appreciate and dare I say love every single person who supports it deeply and abidingly.
0: Mm, yeah. Sure. In, in, a, um, in a dog-like fashion, I yeah. would say. Like you're a tradesman and I'm a dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So these are five
1: sections. Here's number one. Pongo and Perdita followed the poodle through a series of alleys and streets that twisted and turned and on occasion wound through back gardens. Pongo felt sure he'd become horribly lost if he attempted to retrace his steps, though Perdita had always had a better nose for directions than he. Right here, the poodle said. I saw Cadpig in here. She hurried into a dark warehouse and Pongo followed, with Perdita close behind. Pongo felt a chill run through him, not unlike the winter nights when the dearlies would take him on lawn walks in the fresh snow. Stay close, he said to Perdita. He could barely see past his own muzzle. Suddenly, with a horrible noise, something dropped from the sky and crashed to the ground around him as a bright light turned on. It became apparent he and Perdita were surrounded by a thick cage that had come crashing down from above. The poodle came trotting around the cage. Perdita shouted, Where is Cadpig? Why have you put us in a cage? Because that is where you belong, the poodle said haughtily. It is only natural for a dog to be in a cage.
0: Wow. So it is... um... The, what is it, like The Last of Us or whatever? You know, like <laughs> Turning on each other? Turning on each other, sure. Like all those movies. Um, boy, oh boy. Uh, I don't know. I'll say it's real.
1: Number two. Up till today, Mrs. had thought that a cabinet was a piece of furniture in which ornaments were shut away from pe- puppies. But she had by now gathered that, in Downing Street, a cabinet was a group of dogs who would help Cad Pig to govern England and this was the room in which they met. She need not have worried about a shortage of chairs. There were more than she could count, placed around a very long table. Tall windows opened onto a terrace, which had steps leading down to the garden, where the Dalmatian army was being entertained by cabinet ministers. From the terrace, to which Cadpig took them, Missus could see over a wall to the horse guard's parade, which was packed with dogs. Pongo said, "'What a magnificent sight. It looks as if every breed of dog is represented.'" Except corgis, said Cagpig. They're all sitting outside Buckingham Palace.
0: Hmm, a little joke there. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm going to say that's fanfic, but, I, you know, again, I have no idea. Okay. And by the way, what is it? The Horse Guards?
1: Uh, Mrs. Could See Over a Wall to Horse Guards Parade.
0: Yes, okay, that's a, uh, I assumed when I read that, which it's upcoming, it's probably in this chapter that that is a real thing. Okay. That, you know, the the British and their names yeah. where they just go, you know, just take a right by horse guards. <laughs> you know. Wait, what?
1: You didn't look on that up. That wasn't uh, mentioned on uh show dog or whatever it was.
0: Oh, hang on. I've got it up here. What is it? What is it? No, I don't have it. Sorry. <laughs> I, I got rid of it. All right. Well, we'll consult purebred. Pure oh, there it is. National purebred dog day. com. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right get on it man uh all right so you said that was fanfic yeah number three if we have humans and dogs on our planet would it be so strange if other planets had humans and dogs as well mrs asked pongo thought about this from the movies he had seen on television he had always imagined other planets to be strange and scary places but wouldn't the dogs on those other planets think the same things about earth Maybe these other dogs got rid of their humans and now want to help us do the same, said Pongo. But why? Our humans are such nice pets, said Mrs. Maybe their humans weren't nice. What if they were all mean, like Cruella DeVille, asked Pongo. Mrs. shuddered. Then they wouldn't have had a choice.
0: Wow, it goes metaphysical on us. Plus, isn't it a little bit like uh, they were token? And like, what if the people on other planets? (laughs) What if if dogs or cats there and they see blue as green? Yeah, would that be? Would we even know? You know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I'm going to say fanfic. Okay.
1: We do get some of that uh, talk later, I think, in the very next section. Uh, Number four. Let us now praise famous dogs. <laughs> Sirius then mentioned every breed of dog. This took a long time as every breed responded with enthusiastic barks. And he did not forget dogs of mixed breed for whom he said he had a special admiration. <laughs> such, <laughs> such dogs are often both beautiful and intelligent. But what are they called by humans? They are called mongrels, a most insulting name. One dog of mixed breed answered Sirius Black, "'Some of us are much-loved. I have a good home.' "'But your owners are always apologizing for you,' said Sirius. "'Haven't you heard them say, "'Oh, he's just a mutt. We call him Hines, or 57 Varieties.' "'That dog didn't answer. It so happened that his name was Hines. "'But what was wrong with that?' Sirius continued. "'Anyway, there isn't one dog in the world, "'even though he be the champion of his breed, "'even the best dog in the show, who isn't dragged about by his neck.' bathed when he doesn't wish to be bathed, shut up, forced to obey, and many unfortunate dogs are beaten, starved, arrested by the police. Oh, please no, <coughs> rumored missus.
0: Wow, okay. Uh, social commentary. <laughs> I did not expect that as well. Um. See, this is one of those where it's like if uh, if I pick it as real, and then you go, that one you picked? But it seems like that's one that someone would Pull out as real and go. Mike will be fooled by this. <laughs> See my dilemma. Yeah, See where yeah. I can't so, powder, baby. So I'm going to say because you said that I would want this to be real. I'm going to say that that is real. <laughs> oh, you it's, it's,
1: okay? It's real. I'm going to actually Got say it. real. Got it. All right. Um, and the final one, number five. Can you take us to Corella Deville? Said Missus. Don't forget to press the button if you're going to try to ask the robot a question. Pongo gently reminded her. "'Oh, how silly of me,' said Mrs.' "'Then she nudged the button with her nose and repeated, "'Can you take us to Cruella Deville?" "'Yes,' replied the robot. "'It continued to rattle and whir, "'but it did not move from the spot where it stood.' "'Cad Pig snorted and said, "'This robot is rubbish, Mother. "'We are going to have to search the factory ourselves.' "'The Dalmatians turned away from the metal man "'and began sniffing for clues. "'But the old sheepdog marched up to the microphone, "'knocked his nose hard against the green button, "'and barked, "'Take us to Cruella Deville." The robot obediently turned and began rolling down the highway on its many little wheels with a dark with a trail of dark oil splattering in its wake. Follow me, please, it hummed.
0: Wow, <laughs> see, gosh, devious, absolutely devious, because we know that she is in this book from our reading today, not yet, yeah. and we know that she does have a factory. You, <laughs> I
2: don't
0: down. know, though. I'm going to say that the uh, the Metal Man is just a bridge too far, so I'm going to say uh, that that was fanfic.
1: A fanfic? You think it's inspired by the Steam Man of the Prairies? I
0: think it is a little bit of a callback yeah. to that.
1: <laughs> it's the Steam Man of the, uh, what is it, the Horse's Guards Parade?
0: Horse, horse Guards Parade. Make that movie.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, let's see how you did. I think you might have had a rough start, but might have righted the ship by yeah. the end. Uh, Number one was uh, the uh, cage dropping on them, being imprisoned by a, a poodle. You yeah. said real. That was fanfic written by Ezra.
0: Thank you, Ezra.
1: <laughs> Number two was uh, the horse guards parade and uh, every dog is there except for the corgis are outside Buckingham Palace. You thought that was fanfic a pander pandered to my uh, fandom of corgis. That is actually real. Son of a- Sent in by both Claudine and Craig, both, I think, who assumed... The Corgi thing would think that make you think it was fanfic written into a pander tea
0: anyway. uh, cane powder see so, what i 'm up against zero <laughs> that, for two
1: That's over two number three was the dogs uh smoking weed and uh, wondering if there's dogs on other planets and what their humans are like uh, you said fanfic for that that was fanfic written by Curtis uh, okay. well done uh, number three th- number four it was let us now praise famous dogs and mongrels named Hines. Heinz. Uh, you said real for that. That is real, submitted by Janelle. So that's pretty nuts coming up. Wow. Later. What is Let Us Now Praise Famous Men come from?
0: Uh, what I, poem is that? I, 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 I knew I, that was
1: from something like, uh, um, but yeah, it looks like there's a, a book um, and photographs about the uh, Great Depression. Oh, The Wisdom of Siroc? Who knows? A anyway.
0: uh, qu- quick interjection about Heinz. Okay. You know, Heinz 57? Yep. Right? We have 57 varieties. Yes. He was this weird German dude. And one time he was driving and he saw on a billboard the number 57. And he goes, man, that looks good. (laughs) And then so he just made up the fact that they had 57 things. Wow. So they either had more, they had way more or way fewer. Like it didn't make any sense. But he said there's something about 57 and so they put it on everything. And then everyone was like, did you know that Heinz has 57 varieties? Wow. So and much was... of the
1: stuff we take for granted are just lunatics having these insane, <laughs> yes.
0: like Kellogg's,
1: like cornflakes were designed to oh, like tamp down the lunatic. urges, right? That was like the whole point. Like...
0: Yes. Uh, Graham crackers were to cure alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. Wow. That was Graham. All those, those weirdos who would set up like communes and stuff. Man. Anyway, well,
1: right. yeah. I just like the look of the number fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. Like George, uh, George Costanza wanting to name his <laughs> yes. daughter. Uh, yeah. And then, so right now you are uh, two for four. Final one was uh, the uh, searching the factory with the robots who they activate with their noses. You said fanfic, and that is fanfic written by Chap. Ooh, so all right. three yeah. for five, uh, up sixty percent. That probably raises your total thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's big. tough to come out of the box and whiff like that but, I, know, uh, I know it's good to like then i rocked back i adjusted i i redid my batting gloves and then i sent sprayed a couple for the outfield
1: yeah like the home run derby you uh you, you call your time and then come out and uh sock a few dinners <laughs> yeah, so
0: exactly
1: well done thanks to everyone who submitted theirs those were quite fun i think uh you know it's only going to get more nuts and once you've got talk of uh breeding and all that going on i think you uh you want <laughs> <set> to <the> <laughs> get nuts for some special fan fiction uh let's move on to chapter three which is the meaning of metaphysical and it starts with just a uh, a tremendous illustration of a dog's ass yes um so that's uh, we'll, we'll post that along with the uh don't,
0: no word on because it's black and white no word on whether those are liver spots <laughs> or dalmatian spots sure. we don't know yes uh
1: and they, uh, the, the, the first thing that I noticed in this was that Mrs. was happy to discover that she could swoosh sitting. So that is like a, a dog doing a carpet scoot, while, but doing a swoosh scoot. Um, mm-hmm. so a
0: never-ending scoot.
1: <laughs> so we've pretty much covered everything I want from the book. We've got scooting. We've got implied humping. Um, so I, I can die happy implied
0: it's pretty much right out there <laughs> tradesmen humping
1: yes um and uh they are they are thankful that uh he says that suppose we meet a policeman all the policemen will be asleep well that's something to be thankful for uh, yeah
0: i was wondering what what were all these confrontations with the police <laughs> with the uh the dalmatians have a uh, very uh very low view of police yeah
1: they've got like the, that that predator meme of arnold and carl weathers shaking hands but it's dalmatians and nwa on the uh, <laughs> on the thing um yeah I, I, perhaps they were just all like cartoon dog catchers with big nets type of thing
0: oh that's probably what they're thinking of rather than the you know the guy like swinging his little baton with the uh those goofy helmets on going what's all this what's then? all this then <laughs> yes.
1: where did that trope come from
0: I don't know. I feel like it's, you know, as far back as Python, but probably before that. Okay. I'm assuming. Yeah. What, what's all this then?
1: Well, they, they're headed back to Hell Hall and they, they keep emphasizing that none of these dogs are hungry, which I think was just a way to avoid the, uh, you know, leavings being everywhere with no humans to pick it up. <laughs> but like a...
2: I think,
0: yes, as they call it in Britain, the dog dirt. <laughs> Which I think is one of the somehow that's worse. You know what I mean? Yeah, really. I mean, droppings is not fun. Um, yeah, scat. You know, all the words for it are terrible. But but uh, dog dirt. <laughs> yeah, that's just awful. Yeah.
1: Um, but they, they return home, and then there's some uh, puppy washing going on, of course. Yeah,
0: the p- puppy washing <laughs> looms large in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Perdita soothes them, and every pup will start the emergency, spotlessly clean under a shady tree. Perdita could be seen puppy washing,
1: <laughs> and she she has a mania for it. Is that what it says? She's a
0: mania for washing. But Please also, you're taking the, off
1: patches of fur, Perdita. Stop. <laughs> unclean. He's already, unclean.
0: He's already dead. <laughs> oh, it's like the time I uh I brought my uh my sons and their wives to San Diego and I said, Oh, we gotta go even though I don't like to do it, I'll go to Seal Beach. Oh, nice. And so we brought them to Seal Beach. And I swear, to God, all my stories are like this. <laughs> oh, but there God. was, <laughs> there was one of the seals had uh, had given birth to a not alive pup, oh, right? Dear. And so was down by the water. The mother, the grieving mother, <laughs> was by the water, <laughs> and the 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 dead seal was up on the beach a bit. And two birds kept coming. Oh my god! After the the corpse and the uh, the mother kept coming up <laughs> and <laughs> chasing the birds away. And my uh, my daughters in law were like. Uh, this is what you wanted us to see. <laughs> this is uh, this is fun. Thanks. <laughs> like I didn't
1: expect that this would happen. It really is just like, and because that's a place that everyone is like, you know, our kids will love to see the seals. Let's bring yeah the four year old down there. Why isn't that one moving, Bobby? Oh, it's time for brunch. <laughs>
0: Oh, it was just awful, and it kept happening. So she'd go back down to the water, and then the birds would be like, "I think now's our chance." <laughs> wow, I
1: mean, yeah, that was grim. Seagulls escalate from a you know abandoned uh, Jimmy John sub to uh, pecking the flesh off a dead yeah. seal pretty quickly. <laughs> <Yes>. Man, <laughs> don't fall asleep on the uh, Bahia beaches. Anyway, uh, puppy washing, puppy, puppy washing. Sure, that. it's delightful. Uh, there, Pongo also announces a an intention to held hand to hold a swooshing class which he says firmly. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and they're going to uh, so teach every, every dog there how to swooch. But then we get into, uh, I believe, my favorite part of this one. Um, we, we, we teased this a little bit in the, in the fanfic, but uh, they're sort of talking about some of the other dogs that are here. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucky, Prince, there's just a whole, it's like a Game of Thrones amount of characters. Uh, but they talk to uh, Patch,
0: Ah, uh, yes. I knew he would come <laughs> uh, it's
1: uh, It says, uh, he, he's talking to Patch, and it says, what a blessing that Lucky's chosen a wife as bright as he is. They'll be a great help. Uh, so will Patch? And he's longing to see Cadpig. Patch had never married. <laughs> 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 yeah, and you want to know why? Because he had found out that for the good of the Dalmatian breed... He ought not to hand on his patched ear. But he had not been unhappy. He had become sort of an uncle dog. It was tremendously popular with puppies. He was always ready to play with them, and he loved them all. So, uh, I mean, if you if you had eugenics on your uh, Twilight Starlight Barking uh, agenda, you, congratulations. You're, you're deeply weird, but you predicted something that happens in Chapter 3.
0: Uh, I also thought for a moment... Um... So, uh, Uncle Patch, uh, wh- who's your, who's your friend there? Oh, this is my, uh, this is my roommate. Uh, yes. why, wh- is he married? Oh, no, he also has a, um...
1: His ears look normal to ear. me, Uncle Patch. I... No,
0: he's, his tail has a flaw <laughs> yeah. there, you'll mm-hmm. see. Yeah, he does uh, wag his
1: tail a lot more when you're around, I did notice.
0: Yeah, anyway, we're gonna go, there's a decorating shop we want to hit, <laughs> and, uh... Okay, uh, Uncle
1: Patch. Yeah. See ya. Your longtime companion is a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's uh so it has this, and this is also what our our listener Brian pointed out. It has it gets eugenicsy really quickly for the good of the breed. uh I don't know what a patched ear even means. It just got bitten or something. But I don't uh know. Yeah. if you look down at the uh next two illustrations in your copy, those dogs who were swooshing, uh their paws appear to be, uh, especially in the second one, there's a puppy giving a little uh, swoosh, a.k.a. salute, where their leg is held. Oh, I
0: see straight that. Straight out now. there. Wow.
1: <laughs> oh, So, uh, you know, this was, you said it was the 60s, so maybe this was when things were starting, starting to, people who en- endorsed some of the lessons of the defeated in World War II were starting to maybe test the waters a bit more to see if there was a receptive audience that had popped back up.
2: Boy, oh
0: boy! Okay, yeah, I see it in both pictures. Now. Yes. All right, mm-hmm, <laughs>
1: yeah, we'll have to post these as, for people who aren't able to see them in the uh, in either on the social media or in the post. But, yeah. I, uh,
0: by the way, I, I brought up the fact that Volkswagen is, uh, you know, was explicit. It was started by the the Nazis, okay. even though you can argue like Porsche designed the original, whatever. Anyway, I said that to someone. I made a joke about, it, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" Like, mm-hmm. He didn't know that that's what vo- the Volks, the, the Volksland was what Hitler was going to establish in the Volks car. He made it so that it would fit uh, two adults and three children in the back and wow. would be cheap enough. So the Volks could afford it when they went to the Volksland <laughs> and they thought I was like, they, uh, they thought I was a barking yeah. dog. I'm like, you didn't know this. Like, I'm not making this up. They're like, uh-huh. Volkswagen is Nazis. Mike. Like, <laughs> No, it is. I, I had to get out of there quickly. Like, look, I'm just going to stop talking.
1: Yeah, really. The coffee shop is sort of turning
0: their heads. <laughs> Why are you saying Nazi so much?
1: But it is true. It's not Steve Miller, Australian.
0: No, it's true. It is 100% true. That makes sense.
1: All right. Well, we've said Nazi approximately uh, 10 times more than I expected in the sequel to 101 Dalmatians. But we've it's right there of on things the page. I didn't
0: expect to say. Yes.
1: Uh, and then, so so Patch is the uh, dog who's been eugenicsed into bachelordom, and then we have Roly Poly, who fat. is the fat pup who had had so many accidents, who was now a fat dog who still had accidents, and so we all get this, we all understand what's going on here, but she feels the need to keep elaborating. And as he was larger, they were larger. <laughs> Uh, that is the one thing that uh, I think that uh, when you talk to someone who's like got a Newfoundland or, you know, a big uh, standard poodle, they're like, yeah, you know, that's that's something you don't really think about when you get them. But uh, exponentially, <laughs> the amount of, uh, you know, your bags get a lot heavier when you're cleaning up after them.
0: Yeah. And it, um, so the fat dog, that's their words, yes. um, crashes through a hedge. <laughs> it says they when he was swoosh at swoosh. Uh, you know, when he wasn't saluting. Uh, they found that Roly Poly hadn't done himself any harm, though he hadn't done a U hedge any good. So like wow. Like smash through and like a hedge, you know how hard it is to go through a hedge? Yeah,
1: really. It's mostly stick, like Yeah,
0: like really old thick hardwood sticks. So <laughs> wow. Good good for you, roly-poly.
1: Yeah, I imagine he left, you know, a, a an outline of himself, you know, imprinted sure. in the hedge cartoon. Style. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it does have that sort of, I mean, I feel like Disney movies would do it, but also a lot of 80s comedies, you know, Goonies. The fat kid is, you know, always eating and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. just, it was just a stereotype here. Fat, Except the fat kid is always, I guess, taking huge Dalmatian dumps is his uh, characteristic. So fingers crossed. That's how they do in Cruella de or
0: something like that. Huge Dalmatian dumps! <laughs> oh my! I
1: seem to have stepped in some rather large dog dirt.
0: <laughs> it has covered my shoe. This dirt has.
1: Uh so they, they, he tries to make sure none of them have any difficulty learning to swoosh. But he wants to make sure all the dogs coming with them to London in their army were strong swooshers. And then we get this—the one of our this calls to mind one of our favorite lines from a bad movie we've ever done. Um, he says. Uh, uh, so looking at like the nannies um, who live with them. Yeah, the two nannies. Yeah, but uh, Missus says how kind they've always been to them. Do you remember that night when they helped us wash the suit off us and all the puppies? It's like, yeah, that was pretty much the defining event of our lives. I do, of course, remember it. More much like the line in Mortal Kombat: "Remember when our parents died." <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> hang on hang on uh no maybe you and i lived a different i don't remember that
1: yeah i mean sorry like I, I i remember watching the uh premiere of abc's dinosaurs but i guess you defined your important life moments and i'll define mine so
0: yeah it's like when you uh you meet someone you are like hey remember that time we, we we left school and went and we uh, skipped and we went and saw that movie and yeah. like no i don't remember that no that was it was a big deal like we got in trouble no, that didn't happen. You know, yeah. like, don't deny one of my <laughs> memories. You just don't remember it. Nah, that didn't happen.
1: Yeah. Remember, remember the time we uh, we fled the police and then uh, a woman washed all the soot off our dogs when the woman was trying to make them into fur coats? Yeah. Ah, that's that's imprinted. I wake up screaming about it. <laughs>
0: that's, uh, I'm like the prime minister. I can't get it out of my head. I, yeah. I weep every time I see it. <laughs>
1: But then that gives them the first time that they've talked about Cruella de in this book. Uh, well, I mean, they mentioned her in the prologue, but it says, thank goodness this one can't have anything to do with Cruella de Vil. Uh, as we know, she had to leave England. So they sort of like poochied her. She died on the way back to her home planet. But then, then the very next line, Pongo says, but... Mm-hmm. Pongo broke off in time. Some months earlier, he had heard the dearly saying that Cruella had come back. All right, so that just happened. It's like a... Uh, those new Star Wars movies where Palpatine just came back,
0: and I love that he just withholds the information from his beloved wife. How long have they been married? They've oh, got a, in, dog know, in dog years? years,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. To, to decades. A good long marriage, and then he's like, "But," she's like, "Wait, honey, what? You're going to say <laughs> something?" Uh, no, no, no. I was just, it's just funny. That's all. I just, I was thinking of this time that something happened yeah. and it was funny. Like, uh, cause, cause if she's back, you, you would tell, of course, of course I would. Yeah. Why no. would I withhold no. anything from you, my sweet?
1: We'd all be in severe danger for the woman who you know tried to kill us and, you know, swore revenge. Skin <laughs> our, like skin you, our children. Our beloved <laughs> puppies, grandpuppies, great, great grandpuppies.
0: Slit their throats and, <laughs> and make a coat. Of them.
1: No, no, it's, it's, everything's fine. Yeah, well, her last name is devil literally uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh which i didn't i must confess that it never occurred to me until i read the wikipedia entry
0: um it's i got to admit it's slightly more subtle than um what's the movie with obadiah stane uh, that is not subtle but <laughs> the uh the one with uh, robert de niro as the devil is, oh. is going way back to the oh al, think,
1: al pacino right the uh well abs- that yeah, that one,
0: I think his name is like the devil, or, you know. But no, it's uh, the Lewis. The devil's advocate? Yes. Lewis Cipher is his name.
1: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> and then at the end of the movie, he goes, you didn't uh, you didn't pick up on the clues, huh? My, my name is Lou, Lou Cipher. <laughs> it's like, oh. Wait, is that devil's advocate? No, that's um, the one with the chicken blood. It's voodoo and everything. I don't know.
1: I oh, remember. I don't even know that one.
0: It's like from the '80s, like oh. late '80s, early '90s, maybe. I don't know. Uh, anyway, yes, bad, uh, bad name. I, I don't Angel think Heart? that. I, yes. Wow. With the Cosby kid getting naked, that was what it was famous for. That's the, <laughs> that's the you know the the catch line for it. Cosby kid gets naked. Yeah.
1: <laughs> mm, th- th- it's gonna cause some trouble with the Jell-O sponsorship here.
0: <laughs> Oh, you've just gotten so much trouble <laughs> doing a Cosby imitation after talking about, oh, you feel deep trouble. I feel
1: like our last podcast was filled with Cosby imitations somehow. But that's because there was a Rooney in it. <laughs> <laughs> with Sorry. the skin and the puppies and the cruella. And with the, the
0: skin and the puppies and my kids are getting naked. <laughs> what is happening here? Oh, well, it's it's better that they're terrible Cosby impressions too. If they were good, it might be worse. I
1: think yours is pretty good.
0: No, I don't know.
1: We'll do uh, we'll do some readings of this book as Bill Cosby. That okay. our, our fans are <laughs> undoubtedly writing letters to demand at this point in time. Yes, um, The eugenics, Rudy. The
0: Volkswagen made by the Hitler.
1: <laughs> Bill Cosby doing a Hitler impression. I think everybody wins. Yes. Uh, I like this line too uh, because it is a little bit of universal wisdom in this book. Uh, I think they were like having, uh, they're looking at someone. Um, oh no, someone had a dream last night and there was like a bright light or something. She wonders if it means anything. And Pongo says. Uh, perhaps it'll come back to you, Pongo said, though he rather hoped it wouldn't. He enjoyed telling his own dreams, but wasn't fond of listening to other people's.
0: <laughs> I I had to give the line credit for that. That is 100%. That's a pretty good, that's a smile, right? It's not a laugh, but that's a good line.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think that this is bad. I think it's deeply weird at this point in time, but I don't think yeah. it's poorly, uh, poorly. Correct. Written. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Uh, But so the whole point of this, they went back to the thing to recruit everybody, but they also wanted to learn what metaphysical means. And so they're trying to find a dictionary, but they don't know which book it is. But then a shaft of sunlight came between the curtains and they also drew aside a little to let it in and shone full on on a dark blue book, which had dictionary in gold letters on its back. So you're getting a true uh, deus ex barkina here. It's like the sword and <laughs> the stone being illuminated. Um, yes. So, like, we're, we're not sure which entity is doing all this guidance and gate opening, but it's uh, it's it's fully out in the open at this point.
0: Uh, there's yeah, there's something that comes up later that makes me wonder what what is the dog. You know, let's talk metaphysics with the dogs. Like, what is their world? Uh huh. You know, at who who created their world? Right. Yeah. What is, is there? Is there an element to that to their marriage
1: ceremonies? Yeah.
0: Yes. Exactly. What do they say when they bond, bind themselves together for life, one assumes?
1: <laughs> you mean like nodding?
0: Well, yeah, sure, yes.
1: <laughs> do you know what that is in the uh, in the dog slash furry community?
0: Uh, isn't well, yes. <laughs> okay,
1: but <laughs> when you can't separate them, lest uh, lest some injury occur. Yeah. Oh, All right. Well, I hadn't even thought about that. So right now. All right. Moving on. I just I highlighted this as a sentence uh, just to to read as an excerpt from a children's book about dogs. He also knew that the cleverer he got, the less help he got from his instincts. So he was happy that he could rely on what his dear wife often called her feelings. And if she was in favor of metaphysical, he would do his best to be too. It's not quite Doctor Seuss. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. All right.
1: And uh I think that's where the where the chapter ended. I think they looked up what metaphysical meant and uh said like I've taken to metaphysical.
0: Um which reminded me of the um is it uh Olivia Newton-John? <laughs> yes. Let's get metaphysical <laughs> physical. Absolutely. Ter- I remember when that was out. It played on the radio constantly. Man. And it was like having someone, um, you know, spray bleach into your eyes. Like, so shut that up, you know, which you can't do when you're in somebody else's car. But it would happen. I'd have to, like, leave the room. I I hate that song so much. Man, I think
1: I feel like I had that with the uh, come on, ride the train. Let's ride it. Woo. Woo. song. They, you know, because that was like played on the radio nonstop. um, And when I was in high school and like there's no reason to ever listen to that song outside of like, you know, uh. Like the Harlem Globetrotters taking the court or something. <laughs> but, Wait, who uh, does
0: that song? Do The I know Quad that City
1: DJs, who also did the Space Jam theme song. So prob- oh, you probably, probably don't come on, ride the train and ride it. Woo, woo.
0: Yeah, I probably wasn't listening to the radio at okay? that. You know, people <laughs> yeah. often say that they're like, "How do you not know that song?" It's like, "How would I know that song?" What right. mechanism do you think?
1: Of? Yeah, that was what you still would have <laughs> had to buy a CD to to really yes. seek it out if it. Uh, and, or if, unless you were, like, working retail and they gave you a, you know, seven-song playlist that would right. repeat every 45 minutes.
0: It's on the radio all the time. I don't <laughs> listen to the radio.
1: Uh, well, that's the end of Chapter 3. They uh, head out into the garden, and uh, Chapter 4 is titled The Great Swoosh, which, you know, now— I didn't think of anything the first time we read it, but everything we've learned about the— uh, mongrels and uh, eugenics dogs the great swoosh sounds like it could be some sort of cultling or something
0: oh dear yeah. yeah there's a phrase that comes to mind i won't say it uh the photo photo the picture by the way drawing i don't know who did the art for this uh has the dogs uh, some of them look mixed breed to me Ugh. Ugh. yeah Ugh. yeah the, guy, the one on
1: the left yeah he looks sort of a uh, mongrely yeah. The one on the why right, popping his head up on the uh, London sixty-six mile sign.
0: Ugh. Yeah, why are they still alive? <laughs> anyway, there's a, a prominently a bone oh, yeah. in the bottom there, right? Yeah. What uh, what what kind of animal is that bone from?
1: <laughs> Part of it looks still like sort of bloody.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, what is the great swoosh? Is it the, um, you know, we're finally going to do this. We're going to uh, we're we're going to start eating those half-breeds. Let's just do it. Yeah. Come on. That's it, what it's going to lead to.
1: It does go unaddressed. Like one dog be like, come on. You know, the general, I, I thought this would be the first action all of us would have taken this morning. You're telling me no one else ate a, ate a kid. All right. Whatever. There's no
0: uh, morality in our metaphysical world. <laughs> whatever is right. Do each do, do what is good unto you. Yeah. Oh,
2: God. <laughs> <laughs> general.
0: Um, so they're setting off to
1: London. They're all accomplished swooshers. There's 50 Dalmatians going, including, I just like, this was a, a funny sentence, Lucky and his wife gay. So just, <laughs> I'm just imagining, this is my dog wife gay uh, being introduced yes. in the 60s.
0: <laughs> oh, is uncle here? Oh, no, no. This is my wife. No, uh, oh, oh, okay. Gotcha.
1: Ah, I understand. He's seeing the, uh, he's, there was a revival of Meet Me in St. Louis. So he, uh, he went to attend that. <laughs>
0: Clang, clang, clang goes the trolley. <laughs> um,
1: so then they they head out. It says uh, they they go in to see the general again out of the gates. Um, in a uh, they're swooshing in formation, thirteen rows of four, to go see the general who has now adopted a Jack Russell Terrier as his lieutenant.
0: Right, uh, the shrill, right <laughs> shrill voice.
1: Yes, I think that makes sense. If you've ever been around a Jack Russell, they're they're barkers.
0: Oh, are they? They're the little uh, tough ones, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Wishbone, yeah. yeah. Um, yes. I wait. Wishbone.
1: Wishbone was like a PBS show where a dog would interpret classic literature, like he oh, would be Odysseus okay. or Tom Sawyer or something. Oh, Okay.
0: <laughs> All right, I did not know that. I uh, uh, our own Bill Corbett, I believe, had yes Jack Russell Terriers.
1: Who is his dog? Uh, Rudy, a Jack Russell Terrier? I think it might be. Oh, is Rudy? I did not
0: know.
1: <laughs> See, there we go. Entirely justified. Totally. Uh, it might be. Maybe his previous dog was. Um, so uh, what is, oh, they now are talking like there's like a, a collective dog hive mind um, where it says that the dogs are moving in formation and they're picking up on Pongo's thoughts. It says, you think, a thought, you think a faster thought and we all go faster. You think a slower thought and we all slow down. Indeed, we only move forward at all because you think a forward thought. So he's really are just like bonding into this one collective, uh, you know, what Pongo thinks we all do. which
0: you know, Right, like if you think about the formation, think about, oh, I don't know, um, 1938, <laughs> uh, the streets of Berlin as <laughs> these formations came through. Think about that. That, it was that sort of a formation. Yes, right?
1: and these dogs are... Uh, they're not thinking independently. They're just following orders from their from from Pongo, yes. that, who's the you know uh, source of their prime bloodline. I guess you could probably say right. And and
0: and they wouldn't you know. Of course, they wouldn't question <laughs> anything that happened. They would simply speed up or slow down or do X or Y or Z on command. Of yes. course, right? Yes.
2: yes. yes. Okay. Just All right. Just I've, I think I've got the picture. Time, yeah.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> Uh, But, like, you know, roly-poly is, uh, uh, you know, the nail that sticks out and must be pounded down.
2: (laughs) Okay,
1: yes. He's, like, you know, he's, like, backing up into people because he thought they were saying back up. And then he runs into something. He accidentally had a backward thought. And Mrs. says, no one but your father is to think any thoughts at all. And you'd better warn all the other dogs, Pongo.
0: (laughs) Uh, By the way, roly-poly does not appear in Chapter 5. There is no more mention of (laughs) roly-poly.
1: There is a, uh, a a delicious new uh, type of Alpo dog food, however, that's been rolling <laughs> off the lines so to fatten you up. It gets Augustus glooped.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, so plot-wise, where are we?
1: Um... They're heading to London, and I, I believe they arrive there, or they arrive in like a uh, – a, uh, no, they arrive in a, another town, Sudbury, where they stop at a statue of Gainsborough, and uh, they uh, this is where they, they – I think that it was sort of revealed that they, you're, you're thinking about them token up was probably legitimate earlier because it says the sky seemed farther away than usual and looked more blue, like blue velvet than a normal sky does. Mrs. Felt, she would like to stroke it. Tall trees looked particularly tall and their heavy foliage looked particularly soft and furry. Cornfields were <laughs> turning golden.
0: Yeah, oh, I see alien. it now. Yeah, no, I see it. They're like golden.
1: The, yeah, the air, the air
0: is golden.
1: It's so. not just because of the sun it's like
0: no well, it's like the air has like it has hang on let me finish it has a golden haze of, of like its own
1: yeah yeah that's that's not the only haze here hit that man okay. so but it's also is you hear that wait do you hear that what? Stop, wait, no, stop, what stop Stop! stop 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 you hear that
0: yeah so, what there's
1: no, nothing you hear nothing. oh hear
0: nothing. whoa <laughs> i just got it man you had me the whole countryside is utterly still
1: <laughs> whoa yeah so they're either uh token up or on shrooms and they, but they but they enjoy it like they say that uh they're enjoying this peaceful swoosh so it's like a it's a good vibe that's not being harsh by anything
0: uh, and and then she says though uh, today even midday feels a bit peculiar. Does it? Is there anything peculiar going on? <laughs> oh, now that you it's... mention it, yeah, <laughs> I'll <laughs> stop swooshing and yes, uh... I haven't eaten in six weeks. So uh, yeah, it's peculiar. <laughs>
1: Uh, and I like that they uh, they have this sentence. They just start using this term uh, without having referenced it before. Pongo relaxed, and the whole army of hover dogs swooshed peacefully through the still silent morning.
0: Hover uh, dogs, uh,
1: yeah, because I'd mentioned the hovercraft before, but then they just yeah, uh, they sort of uh, self assign that. And uh, I like this one just as a, as a concept that all the kids would be familiar with. Uh, Pongo felt a sudden stirring in his mind, and a moment later he heard Cad Pig barking, parenthetical. The thought wave had come just ahead of the bark, like light traveling faster than sound. <laughs>
0: wow. Okay, so they do have to bark even though they're thinking to each other.
1: Uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, I, I mean, who knows? But, I, you yeah, know, I think they woof-woof, and then uh, the, the light travels faster, yeah, to their mind before they hear it. Interesting.
0: Yes. And then uh, so Cadpig, who has uh, by now, like obviously the uh, her prison is packed with her uh, enemies mm-hmm. yeah, and, uh, you know, they're pleading for their lives. But she's, you know, she's obviously killed their children in front of them yeah. as she takes over. It's like, where is my army? <laughs> That's right. That's what she's asking. Yeah, She's like, like, yeah, we stopped at this uh, fountain. She's like, no, there is no time for that. Come. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah, I'm about to... uh, I've lined the uh, cat's litter box with a Magna Carta. We're we're writing a new one. (laughs) Four legs good, two legs bad.
0: (laughs) Yes. Some are more equal than others. Uh, But she orders them to come like let's let's go right now
1: yeah and they're like well but how is everybody going to get there and that's where she just says they can get to london if they think about getting to london
0: yeah Uh, she's like just abandon the rest of them like come quickly there's going to be traffic jams when you get here but don't worry about it
1: dog jams (laughs) yes
0: and everyone for himself is basically what she says right
1: well she says some dogs want to be led
0: Whoa. Yeah. Some (laughs) dogs
1: are just falling into place behind whoever has got the loudest bark or something. Uh, But she also says, far too many dogs are coming. There's a seething mass of dogs outside of number 10. It's fairly good when masses start to be describing as seething, you know? That's really like, oh, man, it was great. There was just a seething mass of people. And then everything was happy and good.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: How was the concert? Oh, great. It was seething. Absolutely seething with people,
2: yeah.
0: uh, but you know Cadpig doesn't say it. But of course, the uh, she's got a, a solution for that uh, seething. <laughs> let's just say, <laughs> yes. once the once the army gets there, uh, th- there won't be so much seething anymore.
1: Right? Yeah, there's going to be a way to uh, to quiet this. <laughs> yes, make them wish that they were dead.
0: But yeah, they, the the uh,
1: thinking about going to London, and then you can go uh pongo wished the traffic lights were working and suddenly they were pongo wished his enemies dead and suddenly they dropped that doesn't happen but like (laughs) that's where does the where does the power end is my main question here especially as stuff keeps getting grimmer
0: well mrs does raise a paw and raise an objection but i love that it is completely brushed off okay uh she says i don't think it's healthy this is about the thinking Sometimes the young dogs at Hell Hall make more noise than I care for, but I'm glad enough to hear it now. And I don't think I hold with inner ears or thought waves. How can one be sure one's keeping one's thoughts to oneself? One's entitled to private thoughts. What? That's the last we'll hear of that bullshit. <laughs> uh, yeah. There, There is only big brother. There is no... <laughs> you must learn to love him.
1: How... Uh... How private of thoughts we talking about here? What sort of Uh, thoughts is the dog having?
0: Yeah, what kind of misses? Why don't you tell me about their private thoughts? A little something for Pongo.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But then, yeah, so that her her questioning here of like, could we keep some of these to ourselves? Does every dog need to know every now we're thinking? Pongo was about to say something soothing when he saw a look of horror come into his wife's eyes. So she not only is she having that disturbing thought, then she gets the full uh, Sheriff Brody rack focus onto her, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and it's because yeah. she sees a uh, a small houses with a, a factory with a signboard that says Cruella Deville and Co. So even worse than Gump and Co.
0: And it says far worse
1: <laughs> makers of clothes that clank k l o e s that k l a n k. And uh, it doesn't make any sense to Pongo, but it says it did to Mrs. because she was a bad speller. She said at once it means clothes that clank. Uh, but all that, ma- I don't know what that, that doesn't really clear things up for me.
0: <laughs> it didn't clear anything up. I, I thought it was like, is this a uh, Model Land reference here? Is, <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: wow. And that fashion unites both books.
0: I guess so. Bad and stories you wouldn't
1: want to read to your, uh, you know, seven-year-old cute daughter. Yeah.
2: But uh, it's a clank. Yeah,
1: it says all that matters is she's back in England, that wicked woman. And soon after that, we get a uh, a mind-blowing revelation, um, which just had never crossed my mind. It says Pongo now confessed that he had known, but she's not our enemy now, Mrs. She won't want Dalmatian skins anymore. Mr. DeVille's no longer a furrier. The dearly said he and Cruella are making plastic raincoats. So uh, it never entered my mind that Cruella DeVille was married and that, you know, she wasn't born with the name Cruella DeVille. She was like Cruella Jones and then married Mr. DeVille to sort of complete that name.
0: Uh, yeah. You wonder, did she did she look around for that? Yeah. And, you know, Mr. DeVille was like, um, you know, uh, worked at his local church Um <laughs> Just a beloved guy, ran charities and stuff like that. And then like wow, this woman's hitting on me pretty hard. I I kinda wanna devote everything to my to my non profits, but uh she's really pressing for my hand.
1: Yeah. I, I've I've sort of got some, some businesses up and running, but she's just like obsessed with this idea of me dropping everything and to become
0: a furrier. <laughs> so I mean, she's pretty hot. So uh, <laughs> yeah. those cheekbones, Ooh, rawr, right on, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm in, but uh, yeah. And then she's like, "Yeah, I did it. I landed him." She was going to marry Lewis Cipher until that point.
1: Then, yeah. The uh, I, either that or he's the classic, you know yes dear type of guy <laughs> like you either he either is yeah matches her uh evil for evil or he's the uh the, the meek little guy who goes along with the plan
0: there was once a um gosh how do i say this without uh bringing up real people um a uh let's just call her an executive who i had to often uh see okay and she was cruella Deville. like it was just bizarre like hitting on me in front of my wife and stuff going like, like, what is happening here? Just, just very strange thing. And then once I was in a limo going to some sort of event with her and her husband was with her. And he was like, yes, dear, (laughs) perfect. It was amazing. Like I never knew. I mean, I knew you were married, but this, have you met my husband? Here he is, and he's like, "Hello," Ooh. and it, like, slipped me a wet piece of meat. You know, yeah. like <laughs> oh my god! I thought it was hilarious. Like, I, I you know, why, I, why wouldn't he be like, you know, jingling his change and just, hey, how's it going, man? Yeah, my wife's got some crazy thing going on. It's like, no, he was just full out. Hello, <laughs> good to see you all. <laughs> It was so weird.
1: Amazing. Well, I do hope we get to meet him. It would be a damn shame if this was. uh, They were brought up here and then never came back. Yes, exactly. Their plastic raincoat business. Chekhov's husband. You gotta (laughs) see him. It has to be a front. um, So we'll see uh but uh, they they go on to discuss this they said we must warn C- Cadpig. she must have cruella locked up so they are already assuming she has a you know a secret police uh that's capable of doing that
0: sure but, yeah yeah
1: but it says but cruella will be just be asleep like all humans you forget cruella's not human we were, we were never sure of that said pongo but it was true they had once believed cruella might be some kind of devil so speaking of your metaphysics and stuff, we're you know the dogs are have an understanding of good, evil, uh, presumably heaven and hell, and the devils that lurk within. I guess they so do live devil, in hell. So.
0: Yeah. So is she? So she's married. Mm-hmm. So, but she's a demon who got married and started a furrier, or like convinced Mar- uh, like married into a furrier. Yes, yeah, landed a furrier
1: that, but then also moved on to. Uh, Plastic raincoats after leaving town for a brief period of time.
0: So, is she? Um, is is he a demon? Huh. So, like, we're, so was she cast out of heaven? That's what I'm. I'm just trying <laughs> to get my. She fell for like lightning from heaven or something. Like, what is? I don't understand. It. She's not human. Yeah, it is pretty funny.
1: that dogs, you know, escalate from. Uh, she wants to make fur coats. There's no level of evil in between that and devil. <laughs> like, not just like, yeah, she's a real bitch.
2: <laughs> like <laughs>
0: yeah. I don't like her. She's a demon. Uh, all right, well, we'll find out more, I guess. But that was very tantalizing to me, that she's not human. Right, yeah. I mean, that brings the story to a whole nother level. Like, okay, so there are human-like creatures who are actual demons. Mm-hmm. So that should be fun to explore who, <laughs> who that is.
1: Yeah, because how are our, how, I mean, we we have dogs seizing power, but that's going to be a hard thing that's going to be standing in their way. Unless they so team once, up with them, you know, that could yeah, be. Yeah,
0: well, at the end, does like Mr. Dearly wake up and he's like, I'm back. That was a delightful sleep. And then peel the mask off and like, I'm not actually Mr. Dearly. <laughs> yeah.
1: Head rotates uh,
0: 360 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well
1: it does end on a positive note too They, they, they get to London They're standing outside uh, Downing Street Number 10 Downing Street And they uh, think with all their strength Cadpig, we're here in Whitehall And it's worked Magnificently Within a couple of minutes a squad of police dogs Were forcing their way through To Pongo so they're just like tossing people aside, you know, beating them down. To oh, park to swinging see-
0: those sticks! Yeah. Yes. Just sea like,
1: of dog <laughs> Like
0: just there's like dog canine teeth skittering across the road <laughs> as they. Tsh, tsh.
2: Oh. <laughs> uh, and it's, Adagio
0: for strings is playing as the dogs, you know, the path opens up in front of these police dogs.
1: Where did dogs get pepper spray so quickly? <laughs> How do they have opposable thumbs to operate it with? <laughs> Uh but it says the the then the you know, in case you think that we're exaggerating, the leader said loudly, All dogs of Madam Madame Cadbig's own breed are to proceed to Downing Street. All other dogs are to proceed to Horse Guards Parade. And uh yeah, Oh boy. It, <laughs> it says uh he felt responsible for all the dogs who had joined him. He says, Will they be well looked after on Horse Guards Parade? Uh and he says yeah, they don't need any lurking after. But then half the police dogs cleared away to there, and then the leader said, make way for the Dalmatians. Dogs fell back without resentment. Indeed, they were all wagging their tails, and there were cries of, long live Madam Cadpig and all her Dalmatian relations. So these are, these are the dogs who knows which way the winds are blowing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, for one, welcome our new <laughs> Dalmatian leaders. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. wow. I wish there was just the slightest bit of dissent or something like that. It would be interesting to No! Uh Pugs! Pugs are the future leaders! He was quickly silenced and never heard from again. <laughs> His body surfaced in the Thames. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, Madam Cadpig.
1: Yeah, that's just uh they just throw that at you and people are chanting it.
0: I assume Chapter Five opens with her, like on a uh, terrace above a crowded square of dogs. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs>
0: Listen to me, my dogs. Yes, my queen.
1: <laughs> oh, and uh, yeah, it ends with them. Uh, I says, I hope I'm not looking smug, Pongo. I hadn't realized how important our daughter has become, and so the Dalmatian army entered Downing Street.
0: So what here's my another prediction of the future um mrs and pongo with their muzzles taped up <laughs> as she walks into the dark room like i was hoping it didn't have to come to this
2: <laughs> <laughs> we rubbed you we rubbed you <laughs>
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, her her uncle, who can't breed, could be like Varys, the Whisperer. You know, he was the eunuch on Game of Thrones, who's, you know...
0: Oh, little Iago action? Army of
1: sparrows, yeah. Yes.
0: My queen, <laughs> I know it pains you, but you must eliminate the two. <laughs> the they source. raised me.
1: They're the source of my bloodline, the pure bloodline! <laughs> yes, but they must be snuffed out. It is your bloodline now, Cadpig. Well, you were once the runt. You are now the madam of all England.
0: Oh. Uh, close in on her, push in on her face as a, a single tear rolls down. her she, <laughs> uh, we assume, you know, just off screen is slitting the throats of her uh, parent Dalmatians.
1: It zooms back out and she's, you know, humping a stuffed doll or something. Like <laughs> Can you hold it together, madam, please? Sorry, right. oh, sorry. Right, right, right. right. Stay on task. Instinct. Stay on task. Yes. Oh, well, that's a good way to end it. Why don't we move on to our... Uh, do we have... Oh, we had one email. Let's read that. We ain't going to the bottom. We ain't going to the game. We ain't going to get the deck, huh? Ain't going to cruise out, man. We're people's mail. All right. We actually had two emails, and these came from our, uh, once again, our beloved Patreon supporters. The first one is from Doug. He said... I got a notification from Amazon about your pal Zachary Schatzer's latest release. Zach uh, writes for Rift Tracks, has written a bunch of very funny books, and he just released one called Molly McKeever in the Case of the Missing Clown.
0: Yes, I got that same uh, notification.
1: (laughs) And so I I did too. I got the same one. And uh, you scroll down and it says, Customers also bought items by Meg Muldoon, (laughs) Andy Weir, Garrett Putnam Service, and Winston Groom so <laughs> Garrett Putnam service I don't think we ever knew that did we I did not know that yeah it's pretty good Wow, but, uh, nice. So, yeah, the uh, 372 effect, even as tangentially to uh, poor Zach, who's, uh, Zach is- I'm sure he's glad people are reading them, but it's uh, you dis- a distinct through line from the uh, bad book readers to his very funny ones. So. Please
0: please do not associate me with it. <laughs>
1: Let's see if we can get a uh, Dodie Smith onto that page sometime soon.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, the next email, this is just because we have a little extra time. I normally would not read this because this is uh, esoteric. Uh, and and weird, but this is from Jan or Jan. He says, as a fairly new Patreon supporter, thank you, welcome aboard. I am currently in the process of catching up on all the stuff you put out for us over the years. The, the, The vast library. And so this is some of the stuff from 2020, I guess. He says, right now I'm catching up on the quarantine minis. It was a strange time, wasn't it? And I've just listened. We just talked about, we just made, Eight Nazi illusions in a book about dogs that was written for eight year olds. I think we're still in a pretty strange time on this podcast. But he says, I just listened to mini episode 17, where Mike talks extensively about Beethoven's piano sonata number 29. In it, he also says that apparently Hammer Clavier is supposed to be a joke in German. Do you remember any of this? Yeah, sure. Okay. He says, I know nothing about classical music, but as a German native, I can safely say, nope, there's no joke in that word. It literally, No, no, it's
0: not the word. Uh, <laughs> it literally the art.
1: just means hammer piano and was used no, to I know it between does, instruments. <laughs> I
0: it was, know there's some sort of a, uh, the, the, he, he did something where he left an umlaut off or something. He said.
1: Maybe someone got confused by the second movement, Scherzo. That's Italian for joke. and if you take Scherzo it is o, joke, yes. You have the German yeah. word for scherz, yeah, which also it, means it joke. Means or joke. apparently a scherzo is
2: not uncommon in classical
0: music. I didn't get confused. I'll find the article. He then I'm, I'm not saying it was a funny haha joke. I'm <laughs> saying that Beethoven was doing some sort of a little, like some sort of sly thing. A YouTube.
1: sniff out through your nose joke.
0: Exactly. And I'm not saying that, that everyone even agrees with it. It was just a theory. Anyway, okay. and then he
1: uh, then he says something about the pronunciation of clavier, which we uh, correcting pronunciation is a very like first three books of the podcast type of thing. We oh, come on. Is he
0: correcting my pronunciation of it? Uh,
1: the, the word clavier is pronounced more like clavier. In this case, the E after the I just denotes the I is supposed I... to be pronounced log rather than short. He says, anyways, just a little extra bit for Mike to obsess over. Winky emoji.
0: Yes, No. I, I take it in the spirit. I was given. I will find the, uh, the article at, All right. at some
1: point. <laughs> well, let's finish with the dumb sentences. A sentence begins with a capital letter. A capital letter is a letter that's big. A capital letter is not a small letter.
2: A capital letter is big, big, big. A All right, the
1: dumb sentences of the week the from our, our beloved listeners. This first one is from Jay. Very simple. We'd better lick their faces. <laughs> uh, Joshua submitted... Not bark, exactly, but, well, I'm barking to you and you're barking to me, but I'm almost sure we're really (laughs) reaching each other by thought waves. It's all part of the strangeness this morning. And he said, I struggled to figure out why this was dumb. Then I realized they're thinking in barks, and we're supposed to understand both situations. It's all so confusing. Yeah, I think there's a reason this did not get made into a movie. (laughs) Um, Mike submitted, Mr. Dearly looks as if he might smile at any minute. And he just wondered, what in the world does About to Smile look like? It is That's rather good. rather yeah. Kleinian. Yeah. Uh, Hayden submitted, the enemy you don't know isn't there. And he said, there's just no reading that makes this statement true. <laughs> I, I agree. John sub, uh, submitted, I explained, and there was no panic whatsoever. It's, uh, you, uh, you know, a lot of times when you explain, it doesn't result in panic. So <laughs> it's good, good to point out uh janelle submitted you must imagine yourself swooshing and then you will swoosh and said it's just like her saying uh when she was a kid and we convinced myself i could fly by jumping off my bed and then i would simply just be flying which is sort of how the dreams work that's funny that we talked about flying dreams and then had a big smackdown of telling someone about your dreams later in the book (laughs) uh chap submitted i'd like a show of tales and there's a few things like that it's uh you know just a little little dog You know, what if dogs were humans type of uh, dog jam was another one instead of traffic jam. Uh, Chris submitted such marvelous breathing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We love our breathing, our marvelous breathing, our beautiful breathers. Um, And uh, mine, what did I have? I had a couple. Um, Okay, yeah, uh, this one's a good one. She had heard what they said although they had used low tones of bark
0: wow <laughs> what is so, a low tone of bark that's a sonic challenge i guess
2: woof 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 woof
1: ah <laughs> <laughs> i think that's it do you have anything left
0: um i i, I burnt it already but it is uh, she and her husband frequently had charming kittens who all went to excellent homes <laughs> Uh, Frequently.
1: Frequently. Marry those kittens off. It's been two weeks. Well, I think that's it for this time. We'll post an assignment in the next uh, round, and it's books full of delights, I must say.
0: Yeah, it's fun. I mean, you know, the the prose is uh, much better than our previous books.
1: Oh, my God. So there's that. One more more thing. Speaking of our previous books, someone sent this to me. It was a... uh, It was a guy who posted (laughs) on eBay. Oh, no, just in in Google. You you search for hat that weird guys wear, and it turned up uh, three different results of Andy Weir's uh, flat cap. with Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So we will leave you with that. If you want to read the rest of uh, Starlight Barking with one of those hats on, maybe it will make you uh, able to understand the low tones of bark that you get tossed at you.
0: And please send a picture.
1: Yes.